And this is the world-renowned Joe Madness Show. Something like live right now on the Facebook. On the Facebook group, No Rules Podcast. And of course, I'm the host. That hobo with his southern twain. So it's been a long time since I recorded a fucking episode. It's been too long. It, it has been probably two months. Two months since I jumped on the mic. So it's going to be a big show, you guys. As always, I don't really know what I'm going to say. I got some hot topics that I want to discuss with everybody. Just kind of give my take on everything. So the reason I have not been recording an episode is because I have been sick for over a month. I got these fucking allergies. You know, I did this live feed the other day. Basically just telling everybody, you know, like, hey, man, I fucking went outside, went on my journey for the day, walked to the bus stop, and then like 15 minutes in, yeah, I just felt it. I was like, wow, I'm getting fucked up right now by air. These allergies were just fucking killing me. Just around my eyeballs, my nose was running. Just to let everybody know right now, we're actually doing a live feed on Facebook. So the first time in the history of this podcast, I am doing a live feed right now, simultaneously while I'm recording a fucking episode for the show. That's fucking crazy, it's terrifying. It's like, I don't even know what to think about it. It's one of the most craziest things I've ever done. And why, the reason why it's so terrifying, it's not because I have a fucking, a video camera in front of my face right now, but it's because it's been months. Every time I, I get sick, I'm always gone for like a month, you know? And then, just going back to the story, I was sitting there, just, I don't know, I was, I was trying to breathe, and all of a sudden I just got attacked by, by the allergies. It's just one of those things, man. It happens, you know? And then, I don't know, I had this really bad cough. I was just out of order. And I don't like to record anything unless I feel like I'm 100%. Because if I'm not, like, feeling healthy, I just can't do this. I can't do this. I don't know, I'm not fucking Superman. So right now, I'm drinking some Keystone Light. I am drinking some sweet tea. And we're, we're doing this. We're doing this for the first time in a while. So I'm ready to go. I'm fucking ready. Some of the shit that's been happening in the back though, just kind of like in the background, behind the scenes. The last episode, I think you guys heard, I actually took it down because I can't remember what I was talking about. They was talking about my girlfriend and I was talking about some shit that happened. And then she was like, whoa, what are you doing? So, yeah, I just took it down. I was like, all right, it's not worth actually keeping something up if the person you care about the most is offended by it or bothered or is going to fucking hate you. So, yeah, you can't have that shit happening. Mm. All right, so the last episode you guys heard was basically me with Charlie Boy, Charlie fucking Hart, 
and we were talking about like stuff that's gonna happen in 2020. So what ended up happening was we started this like brand new show. He started airing it on his um, radio, uh, I don't know, what would he call it? His uh, online radio thing, like radio.co.uk or is it uk.co? I don't, I don't fucking remember. Ask me to fucking remember shit that's happened like yesterday. And I'll be like, I don't fucking know. Was it on video? Because I don't know what's going on, man. It's just the way it goes. So this guy, I kind of, you know, just kind of background real quick. Um, he ended up emailing me. First fucking email I've ever gotten on this fucking show. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking everywhere except for Twitter. Because, you know, Twitter is a fucking... Uh, I don't know. It, it ruins careers even before they even get started. So fuck it. Like I'm not. I'm not even fucking with Twitter, man. Fuck that shit. So this guy emails me. I read it on the show. Cause I'm like, you know what? This this shit's kind of gay, man. Like it sounds pretty fucking gay, you know. No offense to anybody out there that's actually gay. Like I was just like, you know what? Is he trying to suck my dick right now? Like what's going on? And I don't know. I just wasn't. I wasn't really feeling the the email and I was reading it on an episode. I mean, you could probably go back and listen to it if you really want to. So I'm talking to Charlie. I get him on the fucking show for the first time. Now this is probably the second guest I've ever had on my actual show. And I didn't know what to expect because most times when you try to get somebody on the, on the, on the fucking mic, they just grow that pussy, you know? And they don't want to say anything. Something about the point when you tell somebody that you do a podcast and then they're like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'll, I'll fucking do it. And then when they get in front of the mic, it's just like stage fright in some type of way. Like they can't fucking do it. Even if they're not being viewed or listened to live by anybody, there's a many of people out there that can't fucking do it. I don't know why. So anyways, fast forward a little bit. Me and Charlie are sitting here recording an episode. So we're, we're just kicking the shit, man. These are basically essentially two people that have never met, have talked online, and live in two totally different countries, you know? So how does that go when you, uh, I don't know, when you meet somebody for the first time, not really face-to-face, I mean, I guess we could have did maybe like a Skype call or something like that. But the, the, the way I roll, man, I don't, I don't have a fancy computer or anything. I don't have anything. I just use my phone and I use, uh, at that point, I didn't even do this fucking live shit. You know, this first time I'm actually doing that. So me and Charlie are just basically talking. And then fast forward a couple episodes and I'm talking to him. I'm like, yo, what if me and you we do an ep- like we actually do a show. Like you, you don't really say much. You're more like a mediator, and I'm the fucking host. You know, I'm the host, right? Because this is what I do, man. I fucking talk. You know, I was born to do this shit. If you're born to do anything. Why not fucking do it? Exploit that shit. Ride that fucking wave as long as you can. Take it however far you can, right? That's the way you got to do it. So we start doing the show, and. Kind of the issues that we ran into were basically, okay, we're using Anchor, 
and then he's on the other end of it. So it sounds more like a phone call. And the crazy thing is, like whenever we recorded, like it, I don't know, my audio always cut out. I don't know why, maybe it was my connection, Wi-Fi, it was um, my cellular, I have no idea. But every time we played it back, we ran it back, there was always something wrong with mine. Now I'm kind of thinking it was maybe the phone because my phone's really old. Like I mentioned before, it's an S5. I don't have a fancy fucking phone, so. He on the other hand has a iPhone fucking 20 or whatever the fuck, man. There's so many goddamn phones out there. And then it got to the point where every time we would record, you know, he wanted to like edit everything, which isn't like a bad thing, you know? And it was something that I kind of had to, uh, you know, kind of be open-minded to because I, I don't edit any of my episodes. You go back to the archives, the library that is my show, none of it's fucking edited, man. No, None of it's touched. The only thing I do is add the music that, you know, the shitty music you're able to add on through the Anchor app. So that is the only thing I do. Now, as far as that goes, yeah, I got to the point where he was just kind of like shit-faced. You know, I always drink in my shows. Like, while I'm recording, I always fucking drink. I'm always having some type of booze. I'm having whiskey. I'm fucking smoking. You know what I mean? Because, why the fuck not, man? Like, I'm doing a fucking show. It's my show. I can do whatever the hell I want, right? So, yeah, it got to the point where he was editing everything. And then, just kind of give you an example. Uh, me my girlfriend and Charlie were recording an episode and then it was like an hour worth of shit and then it I think it turned into like maybe 10 minutes I was like where the fuck is the rest of the goddamn show man like what the hell I thought editing was gonna be like him cutting some stupid shit out or maybe somebody said something that could ruin somebody's fucking life you know if this show ever got big Maybe I said something racist, you know, like it came out racist or something and somebody's like, oh, he, he called somebody black, you know, and they're black. Or, I don't, I don't fucking know. So I say a lot of stupid shit, man. I really do. And I'm like, okay, so editing probably wouldn't be the worst idea. And then, yeah, we, we come up with 10 minutes worth of shit and I'm like, where's the rest of the fucking show, man? So yeah, I just, I don't know. It turned into a shit show. It really did. I think the Anchor app only works if um, if you're actually recording with somebody in the same fucking room. Like, it doesn't work if somebody's like thousands of miles away and you're, you're using a shitty phone and then you go back to play it and it sounds like garbage. I mean, you can't use any of it, but I don't know. It's just what it is, you know? I think everybody else uses some type of platform where they they have their own website, they upload the upload the feed to it, and they they do it that way through the websites, and then they apply for like um, Apple iPod, um, what's it called, podcast, and then you put your shit on Spotify and Amazon and Google, you know all that different stuff. 
But I don't know. I'm not making any fucking money off of this. And I think the only attempt that I ever made to, to make any fucking money off of this was when I used to listen to this one podcast called The Co-Main Event. So basically MMA podcast with two guys that are basically uh, the writers and they do a show every week and they started a patron page you know patron 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 I don't I don't know and all these guys basically send them money I was like why the fuck would I do that that sounds fucking amazing you know so I set it up I was like excited about it and then nobody fucking joined and I didn't really tell anybody about it. I just kind of figured people would just kind of stumble on it. So that didn't happen. I was like, all right, so you got that fucking idea out of the big book of horrible ideas. It didn't work, so you repackage it again, your fucking process, and then you, I don't know, you try something else. But it's gotten to the point where I don't even promote the goddamn podcast. The reason I'm doing the live video today is because I, I like to see everything that I do. I listen to everything that I fucking record a couple of times. And now that I got the video going, I can watch myself and actually see what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know. I don't know what you would call that. Maybe it's some type of disorder where you just like, you enjoy the stuff you do. I mean, I love everything about recording, man. It, it is the, uh, it's probably the most funnest thing I've ever done in life besides sex. And if I had to pick one, I'd be like, I don't know. That's a hard choice. Because when I record, it's just, I don't know, it's its something where it's like an intimate moment I'm having my, with myself and I'm getting everything negative out there in the space instead of keeping it all inside. So, oh, it's a beautiful thing when you can sit there and you can talk to yourself like a crazy person like I'm doing right now. I don't have any fucking guests on the show. I don't. You know, I try to try to have a co-host but that didn't work out you know basically what happened with that you know besides the audio issues besides uh, you know some people being drunk and not be able to perform on the mic you know imagine being like fucking drunk and you're like having trouble having sex you know I mean right now you just have a mic in front of you so there, there shouldn't be an issue like, you're just talking, man. You're having a conversation. I think people, what they forget about when it comes to just recording is just, it's a conversation. You know, people are listening to you. And I don't know, people are either going to like it or they're not going to like it. Guess what? A lot of people out there in the fucking world hate me. And I'm okay with that. I really am. There's nothing what you can do about what people think about you or what you do or what you put out in the world. You know, I'm trying to do a lot of different things. Like, uh, one thing I don't want to do is get famous. Like, fuck that. I don't know how people do it. With me, it's always been like, how can I make money without putting too much effort into it? You know, I kind of feel like when I record this show, people always ask me, they're like, what's the show about? I'm like, I don't know. Why don't you listen to it and you tell me? Write me a, a nice little synopsis about what you heard. And then I might read it, I don't know. I might put it away in a box and then when I get old, I'll fucking read it. I have no idea. So, we had everything going on, me and Charlie. We called it the Joe Madness Show. We repackaged it. We were gonna have guests. We were gonna have guests on the show. And the first show, we actually did have guests. We had this guy from Israel. 
forgot his name. He does, um, I don't know what you call it. You know that house music, that uh, techno. And basically this guy has a bunch of stuff just set up in his house. Like he spent like all his fucking money on this stuff. And I don't know if you've ever seen like people do this, but they're just like pushing buttons. They're mixing stuff. And then they're they're making sounds and some people even got keyboards, man. Like it's it's fucking nuts. I don't really understand it. Like I listen to it and I'm like, the fuck is this shit? So yeah, we had that guest, and then we had this crazy guy that apparently followed Charlie around in the UK for fucking ever. And he met him outside some club once. And the guy's like, hey, you want to go to my house? And at that point, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, why would you agree to go to some guy's house you never even met before? This is the first time you're meeting a guy. He's a big black man. He's really muscular. And you're a skinny white dude that's like six foot four. Like, how does that sound like a good idea anywhere? It could be any type of situation. And it sounds like a horrible idea all day. I mean, the only thing missing from that is like, hey, I got some cookies. You want to go in my white van with no windows? And then Charlie just looks up at him and says, yes, please. Yes, I'd like to get raped. Let's go to your place. So I don't understand. I really don't. So that's how the story goes. Apparently, he went over to this guy's place. They kicked the shit. And then at that point, it was like 1 o'clock. He ended up walking outside of his house at like 6 in the morning. So that happened. So this guy was on the fucking show. Charlie was nowhere to be found. So I've never talked to this guy before. And I'm like, hey, man. All of a sudden, he's rapping. He's trying to freestyle on the show. And then, yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's fucking nuts, man. And then all of a sudden, he calls himself Snoopy. And he's dropping his links. He's dropping this. And I'm like, who the fuck are you again? So, yeah, one episode down on that other show that never took off. Never even really gave it a chance. And at that point, I just kind of realized, you know what? I don't need a fucking co-host, man. What the fuck do I need a co-host for? You know, I've thought about maybe having my girlfriend on. The reason I thought maybe that was a good idea is because she's in a room. You know, in between segments, maybe I can get laid. You know, that'd be nice. And then after that, I mean, she doesn't really say anything. Uh, She basically just sits there and then loves to listen to me record my episodes. Loves to listen to me talk. She's probably my biggest fan, you know? So I thought that would be a great idea to do that. Another issue I had with um, the other show I attempted to do was this guy wanted to do 20-minute segments. And I don't do that, man. I don't. You know, I like to fucking just go. You know, when you confine me in a box telling me I can only do 20 minutes at a time, I'm like, why? That sounds like a terrible idea. Because then if you get on a roll, you can't keep going because, you know what? This guy thinks that 20 minute segment blocks is a good idea because he has to edit it for whatever reason. So yeah, I don't know. I think the uh, I think the straw that broke the camel's back though was when 
what was it? Oh yeah, I, I got sick for a month, you know? And he kept hitting me up at like every week, every day. Was like, hey, when we record an episode? I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, man. I, I don't feel good. I feel like shit, you know? I can't breathe. I gotta blow my nose. I'm coughing up all sorts of, you know, crazy colors in liquid form. And I just don't feel good. So I have no idea. Whenever this goes away and I feel healthy enough to do this, then we'll, we'll fucking jump on the mic, you know? So he kept going. He kept fucking uh, trying to get me to record. And we were kind of doing these, uh, these little Skype calls every now and again. And he would edit those and, you know, make something out of it. So that was cool, but yeah, I think uh, one day I woke up and then I think it was on Instagram, you know, back when I followed him because I don't follow you anymore, Charlie. Fuck you, Charlie. And <laughs> at that point, you know, I, I was looking at the feed he popped up and he was like talking about how he's looking for like a new, uh, what did he call it? Like an anchor show for his uh, radio, you know, station. It's online. And then he was looking at some black girl. It's always a black girl with this guy. It's always some black girl. And I don't know. I don't know anything about her. Like, I think I clicked on her um, on Instagram profile. I didn't see anything on there. There was like four things. Mm. So apparently, he replaced me with this girl. And... She's apparently going to do a, I don't know if she does a show yet on that radio station, but she's apparently doing something there. So, you know, big props to him, man. Whatever he wants to do, fuck it. I, I don't need him. I don't really care. I'm not batting a fucking eye. You know, he's not making a fucking dent in whatever the hell I'm doing, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, this show's going to fucking roll on with or without people in it. You know, I don't, I've never needed anybody to sit here and jump on the mic and record a fucking show, you know? So, yeah, that's, that's that, man. That's, uh, that's the story of what has been happening the last couple months. And that's it. That's all that she wrote on that one. You know, it's been a long fucking ride up to this point. And I kind of feel like I'm evolving. I'm turning this show into something else. Something fresh every day. Even if it's just, uh, as someone once told me, right? Someone told me once, they said, your show is like a biography on your life and nobody, nobody wants to listen to that. You know, there's only so much you can say about yourself. Well, you know what? Guess what, bitch? People listen to it. I'm entertaining. I'm not fucking boring. And when this fucking mic is on, I just fucking go. On that note, now let's kick this shit off. And that hobo is back on the mic. Welcome back to the fucking show, you guys. So we're going to go about three, four hours strong today. It's going to be a long, exhausting show. Hopefully, it's not fucking boring. Nobody's ever called me boring, so it's not going to be the first time. 
You know what I'm saying? Let's not do that. So, I got a new schedule at work. Yeah, I'm off three fucking days, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Now, the kicker is, though, I got to wake up at 4 o'clock in the fucking morning. You know, the other day, I got up. I woke up at 4.20. That's my new time to wake up. So, I'm up at 4 fucking 20 in the morning. I'm getting showered. I'm doing my thing. I'm getting dressed. And I try to get on that fucking bus at about, uh, I don't know. What are we talking here? 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I'm riding that shitty fucking bus Yesterday morning Was it yesterday morning? I don't know I have no idea Or maybe it was Tuesday What's going on right now? Where am I? Does that ever happen to you? You're like, I don't know what the fuck's happening Anyway, so I'm riding the bus It drops me off at this point, I don't know. I don't know what time it is. Maybe it's 6.30. Maybe it's 6. I think it was 6-ish in the morning. And it's really fucking cold, man. It is, it is fucking cold. Like, this weather in Texas is something else. Like, uh, I think it was uh, Tuesday or one of these days this week. It was 80 fucking degrees. <clears throat> As the next morning I'm talking about right now, I think it was like 40. It was like 40 fucking degrees. So I got this scarf wrapped around my head. My face, I got my jacket, I got my hoodie on, I got layers. When you're cold, you need fucking layers, man. I was looking for my Under Armour, like, winter gear. Like, basically, just kind of like a turtleneck. And it keeps it really warm. Like, if you go outside with just that, just walk around, you might be warmer with than somebody wearing sweats. It's crazy technology they got. It's been around, I don't know, since the 20s. I have no fucking idea. Alright, so at this point, I'm like, I'm fucking hungry. So I'm looking around. There's a fucking Denny's. It's probably open 24 hours, I think. There is a Wendy's, which probably does not serve breakfast, I don't think. And then we got good old Whataburger, you know? Good old Whataburger. You know, when I was a kid for the longest time, I used to think that Whataburger was actually called Waterburger because my mom's from Mexico. So there's that. I was walking around the white school that I went to. Bunch of rich kids, right? Bunch of rich kids. And I was like, hey, you guys like Whataburger? Actually, Waterburger? Does anybody like Waterburger? And they're just looking at me like this Mexican. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, I go to Whataburger... And I kind of feel like Whataburger is kind of like one of those places, if they ever did have a fucking slogan, it would be something like, we guarantee you get the fucking runs whenever you digest this food or your money back. Guaranteed. Because every time I eat that shit, man, it never fails. It's about five, ten minutes later, I'm like, I think I gotta take a shit. I think I'm about to explode my pants. Like, it's really terrible, you guys. Like, that's the type of feeling I get. It's fucking insane, man. It's insane. So I walk in there. Actually, I'm walking up to it. And I'm looking at this guy. This guy looks like, uh, I don't know. He looks some type, like some type of victim that survived some shit. 
Like, you know how they have in the movies and like the shows when somebody goes through an accident or like it's some natural disaster happening in an area. They kind of, for some reason, they put a blanket over his head, even if it's like 100 degrees outside. For whatever reason, they do the blanket thing. So this guy has a fucking blanket over his face, actually over his whole body. Like he just walked out of bed and he's like, fuck, it's cold. Let me put a blanket over myself. But no, he's not in his house. No, he is walking into Whataburger, you know, like nothing. This guy is just like, you know what? I got a blanket. It's cold outside. Fuck it. So he walks in there and I'm kind of thinking to myself, should I walk right in behind him? Like, what are people going to think about me? You know, I already look like a goddamn hobo, which I mean, I'm a, I call myself hobo all the time. So it's not really that big of a deal. Mm. So anyways, I walk up in there, I go up to the counter, and I'm looking at the menu, right? And the guy behind the counter is not even paying two fucks of attention to me. He's not even doing his job whatsoever. Well, you know what? I take that back. He was kind of putting some stuff in a fridge or something, or whatever they got up there. Some metal container, storage thing. And... I'm like, okay, he's stalking. Let me, let me just look at this menu real quick and see what's going on. Like, I don't really order breakfast too much. Kind of forgot what they had. So I'm looking at the menu, and at this point, minutes are passing by. So much time is going by. And I'm just kind of thinking, like, should I be rude and be like, hey, bitch, you, uh, you mind taking my order, or should I come back? Like, we're working around your schedule here right now, right? Because, I mean, come on. I'm not the customer whatsoever, right? It's not like you're supposed to take your order, like my order, because it's not like you work here or anything. So this manager woman, I mean, she looks like the manager anyways, because they always got a different type of shirt on, you know? They always got some shit that looks different than everybody else. This signifies that, hey, I'm not a minion. I, uh, I run this shit, you know? So, as she's coming around the corner, I think he sees her through his peripherals, and he's like, oh shit, I gotta do my job right now. And I was thinking, you know what? There's a manager coming up. Maybe she's the one that takes the orders because it's so early in the morning. You know, some of the places do that. So, he quickly realizes that he's gotta work and do his job. He's like, hey bitch, what do you want? Or whatever he says. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, uh, can I have the 26? You know, which is the biscuits and gravy. You know, that sounded good. And he's like, what's that? <laughs> and at that point, I'm kind of looking at him. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know what it is? Don't you work here? You know, it, it would have been hilarious, though, if he would have just looked at me and been like, man, I just started like two seconds ago. I don't know what's happening. And at that point, I just would have looked at him and said, hey, man, I got you, fam. Like, it's the biscuits and gravy. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. So, I think what he did was pulled one of these moves. He looked back at the menu, looked up, and he's like, oh, 26, okay, biscuits and gravy, that's what I got you down for. What would you like to drink? And I said, hey, let me get a soft drink. And he looked at me and he was like, what's that? (laughs) I'm like, fuck, man, really? Man, that's so crazy. 
Oh man. So I casually just pointed at the uh, soda machine and I said, I want that. And he said, oh, okay. So, yeah, I got a drink. I was sitting down chilling. I was actually watching this live video that I made a couple days ago on Facebook. I got this obsession with just watching myself. I don't know what it is. I just like to do it. I like to listen to myself talk. It's probably why, um, it's probably why people listen to my show. I don't know fucking idea. So, yeah, I'm sitting out doing that. And then I just, after that, I just walked my ass to work, you know? Just another day. But you know what? I did leave out this one thing, though. (sighs) After I got through eating, I went to the restroom. And there was this guy in there. You know, I took a piss. And then, as I'm taking a piss, I'm kind of like casually looking at this guy. You know, that's in front of the, um, I don't know, the sink in front of the mirror. He's dressed kind of like an employee from like uh, that place. What's it called? Burger King, right? He works at Burger King. So he's sitting there. He's shaving, man, like in front of the mirror. And then you see all this blood like all over his face. And you're like, what the hell? And then I just remember, that's why I don't work at fast food, because they make you shave. And I love having a beard. So I'm done pissing, you know. Every time you take a piss, you got to sit there and shake it a couple times because... Sometimes, I don't know if you're, if this has ever happened to you, but you think you're done pissing and then you stick your cock back in your fucking pants and then there's more pee coming out and you're like, why is this happening to me right now? This is really crazy. So I'm done doing that. I go to the sink. I wash my fucking hands and this guy is just standing there in front of the fucking sink in the mirror, shaving. He's got all this blood all over his face. <sighs> so I'm just washing my hands. I look at him and then, uh dry my hands and he's still struggling I mean I don't know what's going on but I'm just glad I'm not him you know what I mean I fucking hate shaving man I shave my head in the fucking shower you know what's crazy is when people meet people that don't have any hair they always talk about like hey did you ever have hair you know like they're serious when they're asking you they're looking you in the fucking face and they're like have you ever had hair And, I mean, what do you say to that type of shit, man? You know? Obviously, I've had fucking hair. You know? I mean, my fucking face is covered with it. I got brows for days. I got a big old beard. I mean, come on, man. What are we talking about right now? Mmm. So, yeah, everybody always thinks you got, like, cancer or, like... They don't understand why you shave your head. It's one of those crazy things. You know, I always shave my head in the shower and they're like, how do you shave your head? It's always a big question you always get. And I'm like, you know what? I get a razor and I just kind of just put the razor on my head and I shave it, you know? It's not really that hard. I just kind of feel around, you know? Oh, there's a spot. And then you shave that spot until it's fucking gone. You know, my girlfriend, I've been with her for a long time now. Seems like forever. Been together for like a year and some change. And the other day she asked me about that. She's like, have you ever had hair? Like, how does it look when you grow it out? 
How do you shave it? How do you do this? I'm like, really? This is what you want to talk about today, huh? All right. Then we have the conversation, and she's just, she's left with a big smile on her face. And she's so happy to hear me talking about how I shape my head and how my hair doesn't grow back the way it used to. Because the way it grows is like, uh, just, I don't know, it's like a little circle missing at the top. And then the sides grow up really rough and thick. And then maybe if I'm lucky, like three or four months later, boop, something pops out on the top. You know? It is what it is, man. I mean, I I don't fucking know. Instead of being that guy that's walking around with some crazy hair, I just shave it off. Fuck it. You know, I don't miss having to comb my hair, having to put product in it or whatever you want to do. I always felt like when I did have hair, the one thing I always hated was to go to uh, the place where they cut your hair. Yeah. Oh, every time I smoke, I always get like loose tobacco stuff in my mouth. It's so crazy. But yeah, I fucking hated going to the place where the, the people cut your hair. Like it never was a good experience for me. Like, they always ask you questions like, how would you like your haircut? I'm like, I don't fucking know. And they always have these pictures, these books everywhere. And because I've always had anxiety my whole life, I just kind of look at a picture and point, or I open up a book and just randomly just pick one. So she'll leave me alone and just start snipping away, you know? It's just, I don't know, it's one of those things, man, like, fuck. Like, ah, I gotta go cut my hair now. You know, when I was a kid, I used to do this crazy thing. I used to do a lot of crazy shit. But one of the craziest things I, I did, though, like, I used to uh, used to put a lot of gel in my hair, and then I'd go to the restroom, like, in between classes, and I'd wet my hair. Like, I'd put a whole lot of water in it. And then it just looks like I just took a shower. So, yeah... You do a lot of stupid shit that doesn't make any sense when you're a kid, man. It's so crazy. Like, why do we do stupid shit as a child? Is it because we're not mentally developed enough to make real, real decisions when it pertains to ourselves? Mm. So, yeah, basically, now I I just work uh, four days. I got three days off. So it gives me plenty of time to focus on this fucking, uh, this, uh, this thing that I do, you know, that I casually do that people listen to. So yeah, plenty of fucking time. Now I'm going to take another swig of this Keystone Light. All right. So this thing I wanted to talk about. Why do people think it's so crazy, like, so hard, so difficult to wash clothes? Like, I don't know about you, but when I wash clothes, I open up the lid, I put my clothes inside, I put some detergent in there, and that's it. I turn the bitch on and it fucking moves. It does its own thing. It shakes, you know? It, it washes. It, it penetrates through the, through the threads, the material, and then boom, you take that out, you put it in the fucking uh, the dryer... And damn, 
it dries your clothes. And then you fold them. That's it. Like you literally don't do anything. The machine does everything for you. Like why do people out there make it a chore, make it seem like they're doing something? Like there's been a many of people I've heard conversations, you know, people talking and they're like, hey, what did you do today? Man, I spent the whole day doing laundry. It's like, did you though? Because it's not like the fucking 1900s. I mean, nobody has that fucking metal thing with the little ridges on it where you're fucking, I don't know, you're rubbing that shit for dear life against the metal thing. You're putting like, I don't know, baking soda or something on there, some soap, whatever you got back in the 1900s. I don't know what was happening because I wasn't there. I'll be honest about that. I wasn't there during that time and I don't really know. And for me to Google it right now, it doesn't even seem like it's worth a Google. So I'm just assuming at this point, I'm just kind of just flying off the cuff right now about this. And unless you were doing that, why do you make it sound like you were exhausted by doing your laundry today? It makes no fucking idea. Now, the one thing that I will add about that, though, is... It is a bitch, man. Fucking folding your clothes. Like, I'm looking at the clothes. The piles of clothes just sitting there. And I'm like, damn, I'm glad I don't have... A fucking more clothes. Like, more fucking clothes for me to fold. You gotta fold your underwear. You gotta figure out socks. Like, don't even get me started on the goddamn socks, man. Like, I kind of feel like there's this... I don't know, like a a sock troll that lives under my bed. And every time, like, he finds, like, shit in my laundry basket, he takes, like, one sock that's with this other sock, so it makes one fucking pair, right? And as I'm saying one pair, I'm holding up two fingers. I don't know why. That's fucking weird. So, yeah, he steals my underwear. He still is just like one sock, not even a pair. And then I'm like, why don't I have a pair of socks that match? So I've gotten to the point where I just said, fuck it. I'm going to grab one pair of socks, or actually one sock, grab another sock, and boom. There you go. You got a pair of socks, even if they don't look like each other, man. Let's keep it fresh. Let's keep it exciting. There's nothing wrong with that. So, yeah. Doing laundry is not that fucking difficult. It is not the end of the fucking world. You are not putting too much effort, if effort at all, into washing any of your goddamn clothes. Now, here's another thing, though. If you're maybe like a stay-at-home mom or dad, and you got to do clothes for like six other people, I don't know, that might be a little bit exhausting. Because not only are you doing laundry, but you got to fucking cook. You got to clean. You got to do this and that, you know. So I'm just thinking about that right now. And I'm like, wow. Can we get a maid? You know, this laundry business is no fucking joke, man. (laughs) So just moving on from that. The next thing I want to talk about. Now, I've heard of many conversations where people... Right before they hang up the fucking phone, they're always like, hmm, bye. Like, why do people say, hmm, 
Like, it makes no sense to me. Now, I work at a call center, right? I hear a lot of conversations. And my job, basically, is to hear people talk and then kind of caption it. Caption the conversation so the person that doesn't hear very well is not very... Their ears don't work as they should. Back when maybe they was a kid or maybe they never could hear, they could actually read the conversation on the screen. Kind of like a movie. Just exactly like a movie. I love watching movies with captions because people have accents that I don't understand what they're saying. I can hear them, but then I'm like, what did he really say? Especially if you're watching like an English movie. Like I think English accents are the worst accents on the planet. I fucking hate them, man. Like, that's the one thing that I didn't understand when Charlie hit me up was how am I going to coexist with this guy if I hate the English accent? I fucking hate it. Like, if I were to go to the UK, I'd be tortured, man. I would. Everywhere you fucking go, every bar, every restaurant, there would be somebody coming up to you and talking to you in that accent. And it would bother the fuck out of me, you know? Anyways, though, I'm just going off subject on that one. But yeah, people, it doesn't matter if they're black, they're white, they're Chinese. It doesn't matter what shade of the rainbow they are. The thing that they like doing is just saying hum and then bye. Hmm, bye. You know, I, I talked about this on the, uh, the last recording that I did on live my girlfriend was on. She likes to be on, I don't know why. So she's hearing me talk about it and she's like, I think it's more like an awkward thing. Like people don't know what to say, so they say hmm and then they're bye. Like I don't even like saying hmm, cause it, it, it kind of makes your uh, your lips tingle and I don't like that. I don't like how it feels. So I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna stop saying that. But yeah, I don't fucking understand it. Like another thing people do like, I've noticed people from the East Coast, instead of just ending a proper conversation, just kind of like with an ending, they always just say, there's that, or they don't say there's that, they say, that's it, that's it. And then they hang up. You gotta understand though, the, the people from the East Coast, they talk really fucking fast, man. Like even the old people. Old people, they can't hear you. They can't hear you at all. And they want you to slow down so that they're able to hear you on the phone. But yet they want to talk like a million fucking miles an hour. It makes no fucking sense, man. So they're talking, they're talking, they're fucking just going, man. They got this story that they're trying to share with this other person on the other line on the fucking phone. They're going, they're going, they're talking, they're talking, they're talking, they're talking. It's been like 15 minutes fucking straight of them just talking like this really fucking fast. Don't, don't shut the fuck up and don't understand and don't hear anything. And that's it. That's it. Bye. Done. They don't even say bye though. They just hang up. Do you imagine that? I can't even begin to like comprehend like you're having a conversation with somebody from the east side of the U.S., and they're, they're just going hard, man. They're talking 10 minutes straight. They don't shut the fuck up, you know? Like, how do you breathe for once? I mean, most people in the U.S. are fucking fat as shit. 
Most people are just really big. They don't exercise. You know, they have a lot of health problems. And a lot of people just, they don't do anything. Like their version of exercise is just kind of like sitting in front of the TV, lifting up the remote, up and down. And they complain about how their cable went out. You know, that's crazy. So the point to where you can't really move that well and you smoke and you do this, all this bad stuff that's bad for you, how are you able to talk so fucking fast? Ah, it's crazy. So, yeah, she said, she was on the phone, you know, my girl, and she was like, yeah, I, I just hang up anyways. And I'm like, I know you do. I've gotten used to the fact that every time me and her talk, there's a uh, there's 50% shot that she's just going to fucking hang up. You know, she does this thing, though. I talk to her. I'm talking to her on the phone. And then, like, obviously I can't see her. She just puts her phone down. And she walks away. And she goes and does something else. You know? Who the fuck does that? Does anybody else? Is anybody out there listening? Does anybody do this to you? Or or do you do that? Like, if you've ever had this happen to you, it's like the most crazy thing ever, man. You're like, hello? Hi. Like, when you're trying to get somebody's attention over the phone, it kind of feels like there should be another word that, that's invented to where you don't have to say hello, hello over and over, you know? Because you're kind of past the hellos at that point. If you've been on the fucking phone with somebody for 20 minutes, I think we can all agree that we're past hello and hi. We're, we're not even at introductions. We're like midway, maybe. You know, depending on where you're at in the conversation and how long your actual phone calls actually take. So, for her to just walk away casually without saying anything, just, I don't know, puts her phone down, and then just walks away. It's like, what are you doing? Like, we're talking here, right? Or I'm talking to myself. Yeah, so I've gotten used to the fact that she's gonna do that. I've gotten used to the fact that she's gonna hang up without ever saying anything. She just hangs up and I'm like, oh, okay, let's go play some fucking video games. Let's go watch a movie, you know? Let's go do something else. And then I call her back later and she calls me, you know? And I'm like, uh, hey, why'd you hang up? You know what she says? She's like, oh, I said bye. It's like, no, you didn't. You didn't say nothing. You just hung up. So yeah. Yeah, that's what happens, man. On that note, let's take a fucking break. And when we return... We got more stuff to talk about because guess what? We're fucking live right now on the Facebooks, on the internets, and nobody's watching, I don't think. At least I hope nobody's watching because that would be creepy, you know? I'm already terrified as shit right now. On to the break. And we're back on the fucking mic. Of course, I'm going live right now on fucking Facebook. On some group I don't even know. 
And we're recording a fucking show. The first time live simultaneously doing a fucking show, a podcast. So, as I was talking about before, you know, not to you guys, but the, the people watching. If there's anybody fucking watching, I don't fucking know. But last night I was doing this Facebook feed, right? I did about two hours. About two fucking hours. Like, how crazy is that? Like, I did two fucking hours. The night before that, I think I did like an hour and a half. And basically what I do, I just call my girlfriend up, you know, and she listens to me talk and I'm recording in front of people like a crazy person. So I'm doing that and somehow I get to talking about like the time when I worked in the prison system, right? So I just got out of the military. I, um... I don't know, I had a couple shitty jobs, and then I took this job working for the, the state of Texas, man. Call it TDCJ, right? Texas Department of Criminal Justice. So, I'm working there as a guard. You know, I'm, at this point, I just got in the military, man. I'm fucking ripped. You know, I'm in shape. Fast forward two years, I am uh, probably, like, pushing 280 at this point. And then, people are looking at me like, did you eat yourself? That could have happened, right? <laughs> so that's a possibility that I ate myself. And then somehow I got to talking about, I think I started this conversation with, um, let's see, what did I say? Okay, so I was talking about the female prisoners. So what happens is you sign up to work this job and then they send you to like another shitty little town. I think it's called Gatesville, I think. So I'm there, you have to live there, like dorm style with all these other people. Most of them are like old as shit. I think at that point I might have been like 23. Maybe, no, 22, nope, try again, 20, I don't know, maybe, I don't fucking remember. It's been so fucking long. Anyways, so the way they feed you the way they, they feed you, right? You have to walk... <clears throat> you have to walk to a prison that's, like, literally next door. And you have to go through security and all that crap. And then when you go inside, there's this building where people eat. That's where they keep all the food, right? If you want to call it that. All right, so... This is an all-female prison. Like, Gatesville has like three prisons where they house all the females that are locked up in the state of Texas. That's the only place where they put the ladies, right? If you even want to call them that. So I'm talking about this, right? I'm talking about females. I'm talking about how they put, um, they don't have makeup, but they improvise. They use like Kool-Aid powder. They use like fucking bean juice or whatever the fuck. And they rub that shit on their eyelids. They rub that shit on their face. Their eyebrows are like arched up to here, like midway on their forehead. And you know what? Somebody out there might think it's cute, but guess what? I did not find that sexy whatsoever. (laughs) So I'm talking about this, right? I'm talking about the female thing. And all of a sudden I just jump into like how people get raped in prison. And I'm talking about dudes. And I don't even know if I mentioned that I was talking about dudes. But, you know, like I mentioned before, I have my girlfriend on the phone and she's listening to me do this live video. 
me talking about how I used to work at a prison. Oh, the airplanes are flying by. Gonna take a couple minutes of silence. Here's a drink to the fallen. Take a swig. And they're still flying. All right. A couple more minutes, I guess. Seconds. God damn, that's a lot of flying going on outside. Woo! A lot of flying happening. All right, and we're back. Something like live out of the fucking 726, the shitty tone. The mic's hot, bitches. The mic is hot. All right. So we're talking about... Actually, I was talking. You know, I know what the fuck you guys are doing. Obviously, you're listening to something. I know what the fuck you're listening to. But... Okay, so... I'm talking about how these guys are getting raped in prison, man. Like, it happens. It's a real deal. You know? And I don't even know if I mentioned it because I didn't watch the video. I watched, like, maybe 10 minutes of it. I usually watch all of it. But I had some shit to do this morning. I'll talk about that later. Anyways, so after that, she is upset clearly about something. And I have no fucking idea. And then I'm wrapping up the fucking the, the, the live video, you know. I'm kind of sharing it on different groups and whatever. And she's like, I hate you. And I'm like, what? You don't fucking hate me. Get out of here. Like, she says that all the time when she's mad. She's like, I hate you. You know? So she can go in a matter of moments from being like a five all the way to a 10 on the aggression scale. So whenever she does that, I'm like, okay, what are we, what are we dealing here right now, guys? You know? Kind of feel like I'm an investigator. I'm a private PI. I am, I'm a detective. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck's happening. And guess what? I'm neither one of those goddamn things. So whenever she's mad at me, it's just, it's up in the air for interpretation on why she's fucking mad at me. And at this point, I had no fucking idea why. And I didn't even find out to the, uh, the following morning, which was today. Why she was upset when I talked to her. <clears throat> so, last night she was just like, I hate you. You're a horrible person. All this stuff. And I'm like, trying to remember. I'm trying to remember just real quick. What the hell did I talk about? Like, why would she be so mad? And I mean, she clearly was on the phone. She could have said anything about it at any point in time. And she's like, I'm trying to be nice. Uh, I'm trying to be nice. And I'm like, okay. So, fast forward to today, this morning. Come to find out. So, from the point when I transitioned from talking about the females that are inmates to the guys getting raped. She thought, I don't know why. I have no idea, you guys, what's happening. But, she thought I was talking about raping women myself in prison. I was like, what? That, what, what? That's crazy. I never said that. I never did that. So, what? So, yeah. 
So at that point, I was just like, you know what? You were there. It's not my fault you're fucking dipping in and out of doing stuff and not paying attention. And then you're just like, oh, he's raping women in prison, which I'm not. I'm not. I didn't do that. Mm -mm. Come on. So, yeah, that's why she was mad. And then I got to thinking about it. I was like, okay, so I'm thinking in my brain. I'm like, okay, so she thought that I raped women in prison. Why would she be on the phone with me right now? That's that's a question, right? So anyways, um, I, I figured out what it was and I was like, no, I didn't, I didn't say that. I was talking about guys getting raped, you know, like that makes it any better. That's a good fucking point though. Like you're talking about rape though. Like if she thinks I raped anybody, (laughs) why would it make it any better if I said it was a guy? You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. I just thought I would share that fucking shit with you guys because you know what? It happened. And yeah, it happens all the time. She thinks like she gets mad at me for stuff and then I have to figure it out. Like I kind of figure maybe if uh, Blue's Clues was around that fucking white man from that show, he could like throw a clue at me every now and again. I would be like, huh? Is that? Oh, and then he'd throw another clue at me when I'm stumped again. I'd be like, thank you, Blue's Clues, for saving my life. You know? So, yeah, man, I don't know. Relationships are complicated. They really are. So, yeah, that happened, right? And apparently for a whole minute, I was a rapist. And... Uh, Yeah, that's why she was mad at me, because you know what? If your boyfriend's a rapist, you should be mad. Why shouldn't you be? You know? So, yeah, I I never know. I never know what what the hell she's mad about, but you know what? I love the shit out of her, and that's that. So, you know, one thing I wanted to talk about is um, my girl has this leave and let go approach. When something bothers her, which is really, uh, it's a beautiful way of looking at things. If you have some, if you're actually somebody who gets bothered easy and it bothers you for like a month, a year, a decade from now, like who needs that type of shit in their life, man, you know? So we're going to talk about that right now, just as soon as I like to smoke. Okay, so everybody, everybody has shit going on in their lives, you know, everybody does, like, you go to work, people are shitting on you, you know, your boss hates you, whatever, you know, you go home, (sighs) maybe you got kids that you're dealing with that, you know what, maybe there's some badass kids, man, I don't fucking know, I don't know your life, maybe you're just not a very likable person. I have no idea. But what I do know. Oh, let's see. Are we still recording here? Oh, I'm still recording. Okay. All right. I got scared there for a minute. Woo! 
Goddamn. When Joe gets scared, that should be another hot topic on its own. Now, yeah, she has this leave and let go approach. And what I mean by that is whenever something bothers her, man, it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, obviously, you know, if you you have kids, you don't ever want to walk away from them. Now, I'm not saying she does that because her kids like really precious to her and they should be to anybody out there. So that's not what I'm talking about. What I am talking about, though, if the fucking airplanes again, fuck my life. All right. Another drink for the fallen. These goddamn airplanes are ruining my show. Alright, so what I am talking about, though, is whenever, let's say maybe you guys fucking, I don't know, what, what do you call it? You got passed over on a raise? You think you should have got something? Or, you know, like, um, I don't know, somebody's being mean to you? Somebody says some shit that you don't agree with? She has this leave and let go approach. So what I mean by that is, you leave the situation, and you let go simple as that you focus on something else something more important than whatever the hell's bothering you because at the end of the day it's not even worth it to be upset or angry about anything now i think that she from my understanding anyways from what i know personally is that i think she's the only person that puts this into practice i don't even know if anybody out there even knows about this maybe they do maybe they don't maybe she heard it from somebody else or maybe she came up with it on her own. But I think it's a very it's it's a very good tool to have in your your box of things you can use in order to I don't know, help yourself. Help yourself mentally, help yourself inside. It's very beautiful that she's able to do this. I mean, she does it with me all the time. You know, I can probably be, uh, I can be a lot to deal with, I guess, you know, and she can be a lot to deal with. So one of the things I've taken away by just being with her, you know, I've learned so much on this journey that is this relationship that me and her have had, especially when it comes to this leave and let go approach. Like if I'm getting bothered at any moment about anything, you know what? I had the option to walk away, cool down, possibly even forget about it, and then come back and be good like it never happened. Because I'm not going to let something like that take me down, bother me for the rest of my fucking day, possibly even my life. So whenever I learned this from her and I realized it, I was like, damn, man. It's a beautiful thing when you can sit there and you can learn from somebody in the relationship that you guys have together. So, I don't know. That's something I wanted to share with you guys. I mean, I think it's beautiful. Like I said, I don't know where she came up with that, but I'm loving it. Um, okay, let's get into this. So, there's a podcast congestion. I kind of feel like when I started doing my podcasting back like four years ago... There wasn't that many people doing it, you know? 
at least I don't know if I'm naive about it or whatever, but you know, you of course you had Joe Rogan, you know? I mean, he's like la creme a la creme when it comes to podcasting. But yeah, for us simpletons out there, they don't really have a big following or maybe you do or you don't. I don't know your life, right? I don't know, it, it kind of bothered me when I started getting on these groups and then I was like, fuck, everybody has a goddamn podcast. You know, and then I don't know if I should be or not. Let's tell you right now, you know what? I've never made, you know what? I'm lying. I made like, I don't know, 60 bucks off of doing this. Maybe, if that. So, I would say it's kind of like comedy, like stand-up comedy, which is something I want to do. Oh. Wish I kind of knew what kind of vehicle that was. Is that a car or a motorcycle? I don't know. Anyways, um, so I, I kind of feel like it's kind of like stand-up comedy when this comedian, he's like, okay, let me let me see what the landscape is like, what people are doing out there in my field of work, right? So they they go to a, a club, open mic night. And they're sitting down, and they're like, oh shit, the crazies are out tonight. Oh my gosh, this is what's happening right now. So I kind of feel like podcasting is kind of like that, you know? Like these comedians have their art, they've honed for years and years, and they've been doing it. And then when, when they kind of feel like they, somebody new's coming into it, they're like, oh, all right. Some person wants to do it. And then they're asking all these questions, you know? They're asking all these questions, which is fine. But then you listen to the show and it kind of seems like they don't even put any thought into it. They don't even know what they're doing and they just really suck and you don't see any evolution in their craft, you know? So I, I guess in that way, it kind of bothers me, you know? Like there was this guy talking shit about this, um, I don't know, I think I listened to his show and I was like, man, that's that's crazy. Like you think your show's really good and then it's like amateur hour all fucking day. Like, it's like a bunch of people sitting in a living room, their coffee table. They don't even have a mic, man. You can't even fucking understand what they're saying. Everybody's talking over each other. And they're like, essentially just a bunch of hippies smoking weed and just laughing the whole time. And you're like, what the fuck is this? So, ah, and then you try to tell them about this. You're like, you know what? Maybe if you get like a decent mic, it'll sound better. And then you're like uh, trying to give them some tips, you know? I can't even remember this conversation. It happened so long ago. I think this has been like four months, I think. So what, what happened in that exchange was the following. Basically this kid just shitting on me he um it bothered so much bothered him so much that i said something anything right trying to help the guy out and he just he he took my picture one of my pictures on my facebook page and he made a meme out of it he's like i have the best voice ever or some shit like that i don't know because i i always say i have a million dollar voice you know everybody fucking loves my voice for whatever reason and 
he he did like I don't know some like zombie filter. My teeth were all like grungy. They had like goo on them or something. And I was like, damn. He went pretty hard in the paint just because I tried to give him some tips, try to tell him that his shit sucked, you know, and do better. You know, if somebody told me that, you know what, your fucking podcast sucks, and this is why, I would be like, all right. You know, that's cool you feel like that, you know? Hopefully nobody else feels like that, but something to work on, you know? Every time you do something, man, you always want to get better at whatever you're doing. And for this guy to just sit there and take it the other way, which is, I don't know. I guess it kind of bothered me for a moment. But then I kind of understood, you know? And the, the reason why I understood was because when I was his age, you could have told me that my pants were on fire. And guess what? If they were on fucking fire and I didn't want to hear about it, I was going to act like nothing was on fire. I would have got burnt to a fucking crisp just because I was that fucking hard headed. You know, it kind of feels when like older people that are more wiser, they fucking know a little bit about what they're talking about. Tell you something and you're a kid. Guess what? You're not going to fucking listen, man. And I wouldn't have fucking listened to myself back when I was uh, 20, 18, 15. Pick a fucking number. Pick an age under the 20. You know, I wouldn't have listened to you. Like, why the fuck am I going to listen to you? You're old. You look like shit. You probably piss yourself at night. I mean, I don't fucking know. It's just one of them things, man. So... Yeah, I don't know. I even uh, went as far as to listen to different shows on groups like this and just kind of see what people are doing, see what's happening in the podcasting world, you know? And I don't know, I, I think I came across one guy that I felt was um, was pretty decent. I mean, I thought it sounded pretty good. But the guy had it, yeah, I don't know, he had a whole studio and shit. I mean, you're working with that type of, uh, I don't know, power, I guess, in a sense. You got your computers, you got your fucking mixers, you got your badass microphones, you know, your fancy mics, whatever. I mean, at that point, I think if your shit sucks, man, who are you gonna blame? You know what I'm saying? Like, the reason I don't really worry about any of that stuff is because at the end of the day, I'm doing it for myself. Nobody else. So, and people are listening and people get something positive out of this. I mean, it's a win-win, you know? And if people don't want to listen, then don't fucking listen, which is the kind of mentality I take into, like, listening to other people's shows, you know? Their, uh, their podcasts. Because I guess one of the things that I do, I don't know if anybody else does this, but I like to play it and then I like to hear what they sound like. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really care about my quality. Like, it's understandable if it's multiple people and there's there seems to be some type of microphone issues, especially if you're on a budget and you don't have fancy shit, you know? I've been through it. I know how it feels. It makes you feel like shit. Just listening back on your own product and being like, 
Okay, well that could have been better, but there's nothing I can do about it because I don't have a goddamn computer. I don't have mixers. I don't have all this fancy equipment, so it is what it is, you know? At that point, you kind of chalk it up to the product, you know? Like, what are they talking about? Are they interesting? Are they are they involved in whatever they're talking about? Do they feel like they're feeling whatever they're saying? You know, that's, that's kind of like something that I always try to bring into my show. You know, I kind of feel like if you're not feeling what you're saying, you probably shouldn't be doing it because how the fuck do you expect anybody else to feel what you're saying if you yourself aren't into whatever you're doing, you know? So, yeah, that's what I do. I listen for the voice first. And if the voice fucking sucks, I'm like, all right, I can't listen to this. Especially if it's fucking 20 minutes, man. 40 minutes, an hour, three hours, take your fucking pick. Like, I can't listen to somebody talk and then their voice is just, God damn, you know, like... Why? Why are you torturing me right now with your fucking voice? You know? And I don't know. There was this one podcast. Uh, give you an example. I can't remember who it was. It was some girl. I think she was a moderator or something. I think. I'm not even sure. I think it, it might even be this group. I don't even know. But... She, uh, she was doing some some podcast. Her voice was really monotone. I don't know. I think it was a short one. I think it was like 10 minutes or something. I listened to maybe a minute of it. And I wrote. I, I wrote on the, the shit. I was like, uh, I think a comment because she wanted like feedback or something. And I was like, you know what? Your voice makes me sound like, makes, it, makes me want to fucking lay in the road and get ran over by a goddamn car. You know, it was so monotone. And she was talking about like something, which was ironic. It was something about like being like interested or being like something that it was like the opposite of monotone, like being into whatever you're doing. And I was like, it's ironic enough that you fucking talk about this, but yet you yourself sound like you're not even into it. So maybe you should do something about that, you know? I don't know if she ever did. Maybe she's making millions of dollars right now. I don't fucking know. If she is, then fuck whatever I just said. You know what I mean? It's just my opinion. You know, opinions are like fucking assholes, man. Everybody's got one. So, I don't know. I don't know what to think about everybody doing podcasts. But I know... I know for a fact, though, everybody wasn't doing it. And then... It kind of seems like now it's getting more popular. People are, are listening. They're more open to podcasts nowadays. Especially video podcasts. People love fucking visuals. I mean, there's no way around it. If you do a fucking podcast, I think you should involve visuals, you know? Even if you don't have a fucking, like, I don't know, $1,000 studio or whatever you do. Even if you don't pay money to, to work out of a, a studio, I mean, even if you got some simple shit like I do. I mean, I... I don't know. I don't really have much anything. And I still do one. And people listen. So, there's that. So, I don't know. It, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, should I be offended in some type of way or should I not? I think I'll just take the leave and let go approach like Angel and just fucking walk away. Like, it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. It matters what I'm doing. 
So, yeah. You know what? Another thing I wanted to mention about this, everybody wants to get on these freaking groups, man. And be like, you know what? I have an idea. I want you to drop your podcast link or whatever, subscribe to mine, and I'll subscribe to yours. Who came up with that? That's fucking crazy. So, I don't know. I've thought about this many a times. Like, I've seen people post about this. And the only thing I think about is like, okay, so... All right, let's break it down. So you're you're getting on a a group page to get people to subscribe to your podcast to make it look as if people are listening to your show. I don't understand that. I really don't. So you want to have imaginary people that listen to your show. You know, I at one point I think. Uh, I, I think I had like, as soon as I dropped an episode, there was like a handful of people listening like right off the bat. I guess those are your subscribers, maybe. They get notified that you're doing something and automatically they just they just listen to it. Now keep in mind, I don't promote whatsoever. You know, I don't I don't spend any type of money on this, right? Because I got my own life, man. I can't I can't fucking spend money I don't have on shit that um, that I'm doing, you know? I mean, call it crazy, call it stupid, call it whatever you want. I mean, I believe in my own personal opinion that other than Joe Rogan, I probably got the most badass fucking podcast of all time. You know, it's not scripted. There's no fucking filter. And I just turn this fucking mic on and I have the ability to fucking go. I don't give a shit who's listening, you know? Now, when I haven't recorded a fucking episode, like, like this time, in like two months, I'm a little rusty. I really am. You know, I get a little drink in me, a little that drinky drink. And then I, I just kind of uh, I feel, I feel a little bit more comfortable, you know? So, I'm able to do that. Now... Ask me if I give a shit, though, if people are listening to my, my show. I really don't. You know, of course, I'd love to make money off of it, but I don't want to hold myself out there, man. You know, like you're you're constantly just, hey, look at me. Look at what I'm doing. And that doesn't appeal to me. You know, I think the most I do is um, I get on Instagram. I post some shit. I'm not doing anything anyways. And then I, uh, I post, here recently I've been doing these live videos and I share them with other groups. Just because, you know what, maybe people don't have anything to do. And if they, uh, they want to listen to me, then cool. If they don't, then they don't have to listen, right? No promotion really whatsoever. I don't spend a fucking dime. You know, I've had my highs and lows doing this. You know, I think uh, at my peak, I had like, I don't know. 4,000 listeners a month. And then I get sick. And then, you know what? People stop listening because they're like, you know what? I think uh, I think this show's done. I don't think there's any more episodes. And then, boom, I pop back up. And then 
people start listening again. That's why I think I couldn't I couldn't work for a radio station. Because I feel like I feel like they're gonna micromanage you. They're going to tell you what to do. I kind of feel like the same thing with sponsors. Like if you're paid by a sponsor to do this, then they're gonna expect shit out of you. They're gonna expect you to not say this, not say that, not say whatever. And you know what? I don't have time for that shit, man. I really don't. I say whatever the fuck I want and I do my show and I'm happy with it. So everybody out there hoeing themselves out there for, I don't know, sponsors. I mean, that's, that's fucking awesome. It really is. Begging people to, to pay you to do your show. I mean, hey, you know what? If you got it like that, then fucking do it. I just, it's not for me, man. It really isn't. That's the reason why I've never worked for a fucking radio station. I mean, I've always been told, hey, you know what? You should go work for this or that or send them your fucking reel, your, your CD or your file of, you know, what you can do, your range. And you know what? I do a fucking podcast. I've been doing it for four fucking years. All my reels in my shows, all you have to do is go there and listen, you know? If I ever wanted to go that route, maybe I would do it. Maybe I would. But they'd have to pay me a whole lot of money. Because it's essentially just kind of like limiting yourself on what you're going to be doing. And I don't like that. I really don't. I don't like people telling me what to do. I never have, you know? I've always been rebellious and I want to do my own thing, man. I don't want to be mainstream. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to... I don't want people looking at me like that's crazy. We're talking about the whole famous thing. I kind of feel like a lot of people in these groups want to be famous. It's like, do you? You want to be famous, huh? I, I don't want that type of shit in my life. I really don't. Like, when I go out and walk into the world, I walk out of my house and I go somewhere, I don't want people fucking looking at me. I don't want people talking to me. I don't want any of that. And that's just the type of person I am. You know, I get on and I do this podcast and I'm more like open. You know, people are like, how do you act like that on your show? But in person, you don't really act like that. Well, I'm doing a fucking show, man. It's for entertainment. Now, if I talk like monotone and there wasn't anything of substance to sit there and listen to, why would anybody fucking listen? You know? So yeah, an example of this, you know, there's, there's plenty of people that are famous. They can go into a restaurant or something and they'll go to the restroom. They'll fucking take a piss and then people will be hitting them up for an autograph for fucking pictures for this or that because they want to make money off of you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bitch, I got my cock out. Do I really want to talk to you right now? I mean, can't you just wait till I'm done? I mean, come on, let me wash my hands first. Uh, Is there any money involved? I mean, come on. It's just, I don't know. It's insane, man. I don't ever want to get to the point where I'm walking with my family somewhere, you know? I got my kids or some of my future kids. And then I can't even take two fucking steps and people are just hitting me up over something. You know, like that doesn't sound like fun at all. Like, at all. 
So yeah, when it comes to this podcasting thing, fuck the fame, man. I mean, if you get famous, there's no way around it, but shit, man. Sounds like a headache. I mean, you talk about all these celebrities that sit there and they kill themselves and it's just unfortunate. It's like, what are they dying for? They got so much fucking money, you know? So yeah, I don't know. If you're uh, watching this live right now on this, what's it called? No Rules Podcast. And you feel like your podcast is worth the fuck. And you got something to talk about to, to counter whatever I'm saying right now about how most people in these groups fucking suck. Then uh, feel free, man. Drop a comment. Do whatever you got to do. And you know what? I'll fucking listen to it because that's the type of guy I am. And if you want some feedback, I'll give you some feedback. If you want to fucking rip my fucking podcast apart, then fucking do it. You know what? At the end of the fucking day, whatever you say, I won't even give two fucks about if it's negative, you know? And if it's positive, I won't even fucking care either. Because I don't do this for you. I do this for myself. I do this for the people out there that want to fucking listen. They got nothing better to do. Maybe you're working out. Maybe you want to listen to something interesting. Because at the end of the fucking day, if you listen to my show, it's not fucking boring. My voice is awesome. And that's it. Let's take a break. And we're back. It's a hot fucking mic. So next thing we're talking about, we're going to talk about some movies. You know, I actually watched the Joker movie. That Joker flick with Joaquin Phoenix. So, you know, me and my girl sat down and watched it. I watched it mainly. I watched it twice because, yeah, she wanted to watch it again. And I was like, you didn't even watch it the first time. What do you mean you're going to watch it again? I think she sat down for maybe like in between two playthroughs, maybe 20 minutes. She caught 20 minutes of it, you guys. So that's how low of an attention span she has when in, when it comes to movies. And what's funny is she actually said she loved the movie. It's like, how do you love the movie? You only watched like 20 minutes of it combined through two playthroughs. Alright, so Joker movie. I think it's, yeah, I think it's just called Joker. It's not called The Joker. It's called Joker. I personally, I didn't like the movie. I didn't like it. Uh, The reason I didn't like it, it wasn't because of the performance by Joaquin. It was basically the movie itself. I feel like the director just kind of fucked it up, man. You know? Yeah, there were some good parts in it. I can sit there and say that there wasn't good parts in the movie. Like, it was just a different type of movie. Now, I guess for you to really appreciate this fucking film would be to step back and look at the big picture. Now, this has to do with something you see every day happening in the world. You know, which nobody ever talks about. And it seems like it's taken a really long time for anybody to even bring this up to the light, you know? As far as, like, 
the masses, right? So, I think this movie really centers around like mental health. Now, everybody's seen this guy that is at work maybe, maybe even in while you're out there with your social circle and people are just picking on him, man. They're just, they're shitting on him left and right, you know? It's kind of like this what this movie pretty much centers around is this guy, the Joker's character. I can't even remember his fucking name in the movie. But I think his last name is like Fleck or Flick or something. And it's supposed to be like this guy, if you've ever kept up with the Batman series, that murdered... Um, I want to say John Wayne. I don't know why. <laughs> is that that's a that's the fucking cowboy dude though. Like, what am I talking about? Um, Bruce Wayne. That's his name. So Bruce Wayne's family gets murdered by the Joker. You know, it's it's been like I don't know in the comic books for fucking ever. That's the story how his parents died. Now in this movie, you know, it kind of goes back deep into Joker. You know, now, I don't know how old he's supposed to be in this movie. I'm thinking he's around my age or maybe older, maybe like 40. If I were to put a number on it, I would say 40, just to be safe. Now, he lives with his mom. You know, this is part in the movie. You can probably see it in the trailer where he's sitting down with his social worker person. I don't know why he's seeing them. But they're telling him, hey, we don't have any funding left to keep doing this, you know, these little sit-downs with you. And he's like, you don't ever fucking listen, man. You never listen. You never listen. And you can tell in his eyes, it's just really bothersome for him that he's not gonna get this therapy anymore or whatever it is that's happening. So this guy's getting bullied. He's, uh, He's an entertainer. So he's a clown, right? He basically works as a sign spinner. I want to say it's like the 70s or the 80s. I don't really know. can't really tell. I was looking at the cars and everything. I was like, you know what? It might be the 70s or early 80s. So he's getting picked on by everybody, you know? Eventually, he goes on to this show with uh, Robert De Niro, which his character is actually called Murray. I don't know what his first name is, but his name is Murray in in the show. And this guy's been pissing on him, man. Like, Murray has not been kind to this guy. So he's on the show, and he's looking at Murray. He's like, man, all you do is just shit on me for no fucking reason. And Murray's looking at him, and he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, you're not a kind person at all. And he fucking shoots him in the face. (laughs) Like, is that wrong? Is that wrong that he shoots him in the face? I don't know, man. I really don't. Like, I think it's crazy. But what's the alternative, though? What is? So Murray is dead at this point. And... Yeah. I think before that, he finds out that his mom, who he thinks is his mom, actually adopted him. And there was a lot of... um, I don't know what you call it, child abuse, I guess. They don't, I don't know, they don't really get into it in, in like specifics, but you can kind of tell more or less, you know, 
reading between the lines what is happening. Obviously, there's a lot of physical abuse and there may be sexual abuse involved. And the way he talks, man, the way Joaquin Phoenix portrays his character in the movie, it's just kind of like how these people would talk in real life. You know, if you've ever met somebody that gets bullied, that gets, you know, just bothered all the time and doesn't really find anywhere to fit in in life, you kind of know how they talk. They don't have any confidence in what they're saying. They're just kind of like, eh, you know? And it kind of turned me off hearing this from the from Joaquin Phoenix's performance. But then I was thinking to myself, I was like, this is reality. And people are so, I guess, shocked by what's happening in this movie. And it's like, how the fuck are you shocked, though? These people are killing people out in the real world. And everybody's just kind of looking at themselves like, really? You're killing people? Like, why are you doing this? And nobody really looks at the big picture that it's mental health, it's people bullying each other in everyday life at your work, maybe even at home. Like people are sitting there and they go to work, they get bullied by their bosses or coworkers, they get shat on, right? And then they go home, maybe they got a wife or maybe they got a husband and then they're shitting on them. So it's like, what the fuck? Where does it end? You know? <sighs> so, yeah, for anybody to be shocked for this movie to, I guess, waking up the masses, wake them up a little bit, that this is happening, make them acknowledge it, and then not treat people shitty. Because there's, there's a point, though. I mean, you don't have to talk to everybody that wants to talk to you, right? There's that. But then at the same time, you don't have to sit there and treat a person, another human being like shit. There's no, there's no reason for it. I mean, even if you don't want to talk to them, you know, you don't have to fucking talk to anybody. I mean, it is what it is, right? Nobody's going to bat an eye over that. But then at the same time, don't treat them like garbage. You don't know how people are going to react to anything. You know, they could go shoot up a school. They can go shoot up this or that. I mean, it happens all the time. You know, and people, for people to react the way they do in shock is nothing less than um, shocking in its own. So yeah, this movie... uh, this movie is really enlightening in some type of way. And I mean, some type of way because I mean, I know that this exists because I've seen it. You know? You can't help the way you're born, you can't help the way you are. I mean, some people just aren't social whatsoever, you know? I myself for you know, some points, I mean, I'm not fucking social. The only way I can do this podcast is because I don't have to talk to anybody. People are listening, and that's it. You know, nobody's sitting in front of me. Nobody's fucking censoring me. Nobody's telling me what to do. I just turn the mic on and go. So, I think that, um, you know, being a part of the bullying thing, you know, I was bullied as a kid. 
I just kind of feel like it's unnecessary, you know? But what do you chalk it up to though? I mean, kids are kids. Is that what we're, we're gonna go with? I mean, chop it up however you want. You know, people are gonna do whatever they wanna do. You know, regardless of how it makes you feel. You know, when I was a kid, people would sit there and they'd make fun of my clothes, you know? I went to this rich white school, man. You know, it was really hard. It was really hard seeing these kids eat gourmet meals while I'm getting a fucking cafeteria food and then they're bragging about it. And it's just like, all right. And then it was really segregated to, to an extent. I mean, it, it kind of felt like the white kids were like off doing their own thing, you know, doing the rich kid things. And then the, the Mexicans and the minorities were just, hey, you know what? Let's play this game where we roll down the fucking hill and then, you know, get up and then do it again. So I kind of felt like, okay, so when I get home, my mom's going to beat my ass. But you know what? I had a lot of fucking fun rolling down that goddamn hill, man. It was like the funnest thing ever. Now, the only thing I didn't like was when they brought these white horses and they made you ride them. There wasn't even a fucking saddle on them. It would just be like, okay, you got to sit on their bones, their spine, essentially. And then this other old white man would just drag you. He would pull the horse and that would be your ride. It's just like this would happen for fucking four years of elementary school. And I fucking hated it. It was like the worst thing ever. So, I don't know. It's so crazy just looking back at it and just looking at everything and just bullying in general. You know, and then when people want to sit there and say that they don't know why this or that happened in the world. It's like, bitch, yeah, you do. You know exactly why that happened but you choose not to acknowledge it. Now, what I'm gonna do is, is uh, I'm gonna pause this shit real quick because I gotta take a piss again. Like this booze is just running right through me, so pause. All right, and we're back. You guys didn't even fucking know the difference really until I told you. But, all right, so the next movie I wanna talk about is 12 Years a Slave. Now, this fucking movie was so fucking insane. I think it dropped, like, maybe 2014. It was... It hit me, like, really hard. Now, I'm not black or anything, obviously, but I could just imagine just living in a world where everything around you is just... They hate you. Like, your people, the people that look like you are fucking slaves, man. Now, in this movie, this guy is named Solomon Hill. He's a free guy in the 1800s. He's a free black man. And he has his own house. He has his own crib. He has a family. He has a wife. He has some kids. And fuck. Like, how do you go from that to being a slave? It's fucking insane. Like, I don't even know what to think about it. It's so fucking nuts. I have no idea what to even think about it. Now, what happened in the movie... Like I said, 
one day he is walking around doing his own thing. He's a violin player. And next thing you know, these these white guys are approaching him. They're like, hey, we got a job for you. And then, I don't know, they end up roofing him. They, they roofie him. Next scene in the movie is him kind of like drowsy. And then they rip him out of the bed. And he's laying on the floor. And this white guy is just whipping the shit out of him. Just straight up just wailing on him, man. And this guy's looking at him like, why are you hitting me? Like, what the fuck did I do? And this guy's like, you're a slave, aren't you? Tell me you're a slave. And he doesn't say anything to him. He's just kind of like, the fuck I am? Like, why are you torturing me right now? This is fucking crazy. So, he got promised his job to basically uh, tour with these these white men. And then he was gonna, he's gonna play his violin. They were gonna pay him, I don't know how much a day. I think they said like 50 bucks a day or something like that. $20 a day, which in the 1800s, probably, uh, probably a good chunk of change, you know? Pay for his, uh, I don't know, his fucking, his expenses and everything. Now I'm drinking some twisted tea, half and half. All right, so uh, I don't know. Just talking about it, just I don't know. It makes me feel a little uncomfortable because I kind of feel like this could happen to anybody. You know, I, I talked about this on a mock run-through run on this live feed a couple days ago, I think. And Angel was on the phone, and she was like, "You know what? It, it's kind of like human trafficking," and we just kind of went back and forth about it. Because I was like, you know what, it's, it's not really like human trafficking because these people were slaves and then she was talking about it. And then we kind of just settled on, you know what, they're both bad and they're on their own right, you know. And she, she basically came from the viewpoint of like, you know what, people get abducted all the time and they're forced into human trafficking. Like they're, they're forced into like uh, sexual things where they're like, forced into prostitution they get abused physically mentally everything right which is kind of the same form that we're talking about when it comes to slavery but yeah i don't know it's all horrible man it really is now i think people are getting really um really upset that people aren't acknowledging the anthem when it's getting played, people aren't standing up for the Pledge of Allegiance and putting their like arm on their chest and whatever. It's like, uh, what, what are we talking about right now? This is fucking crazy. Now, if you look back in history, all these horrific things have happened in, in the United States. Now, for you to get upset over somebody, which is a right not to sit there and give two fucks about this song they got that's getting played it was made in like, I don't know, 1700s or whatever the fuck. That was written by this guy named Francis Scott Key. I don't know. I, I think it's a little silly, you know. Call me crazy. Hate on me. I mean, it really doesn't matter at this point. But the facts are facts, though. You know, slavery was a big thing in America. And it was, it was a sad time. 
it was an embarrassing time. You know, for somebody who was born here, I mean, I'm embarrassed to even talk about it. I'm embarrassed to even know about it. Like, why is this, why was this a thing, you know? You know, people get greedy, people want things. They want to treat others with disrespect just because they don't look a certain type of way. They don't act a certain type of way. I mean, you see it all the time, you know. All these uh, prejudices in the fucking world are just... It's a real thing, man. Especially here in the States, you know. And going back to this movie... You know, after he was abducted, he was forced into slavery. You know... It's got to be like a real mind fuck to sit there and go from having a home with a wife and kids and then go into the alternative, which is basically the other end of the spectrum, if you will, to being a slave. I mean, you haven't known the life. You have paperwork saying that you're not a fucking slave. And then you're getting sold into slavery. You're getting told you're a runaway slave from Georgia. Now one of the one of the really sad things of the movie, if it if there is anything sadder than that, was a slave woman that was actually sold with Solomon. And they separated her from her kids. Solomon and the woman got sold together and the kids got sold separately. You know? No batteries included. So <laughs> you know what I mean? That happened. Fuck. Damn. You gotta keep it fresh, you know? You gotta... You gotta let the air out in the room, you know? Can't keep it all serious. But... You know, another powerful scene in the movie was... Was like when he was like getting called. They were doing like roll call for the auction. Where Solomon was gonna get sold. And... The guy was calling names, and he gets to Solomon's name, and he calls him, like, I don't know, Plop or something. And he didn't respond to that, and the guy's looking at him. He's like, why aren't you saying anything? He's like, that's not my name. My name's Solomon. And then he gets bitch slapped. Like, god damn. I don't know. That's crazy to me. It really is. So, Solomon basically does anything and everything to survive. I mean, that's what we are as humans, you know? We're survivalists, you know? And when you get placed in a situation like that, you know, it's survivalism at its purest form. So, he's doing everything he can to survive. People are dying around him. You know, he's brought into slavery when he wasn't supposed to be. And saying that, it's just like nobody was supposed to be a slave, man. You know, even the Chinese people were slaves back in that day. They got tricked by Americans thinking that there was a better life here in the States than they had in China. And when they got here thinking that they were going to have a better life, they got forced into slavery. You know, that wasn't in the movie, but it happened. It happened in real life, you know. So there's been a lot of fucking bad things happening in this country for years. You you know, one thing I always like to bring up when I talk about stuff like this is when you hear somebody talking about, 
you know, this is the worst time it's ever been in the world. And it's like, is it really? Because there was slavery. There was people like Columbus thinking they fucking, uh, they discovered shit when they didn't discover nothing, you know? There was the Civil War. Fucking families fighting against each other. The Vietnam War. There was the Holocaust. Shall we go on? In the world, there's been so much horrific things happening, man. Ever since the beginning of time. You know why? Because people are fucking evil. They really are. You know, when they used to take over countries back in the day, they would rape all the women and children and kill all the guys. You know what I mean? Burn down all their shit. That happened. So in this movie, Solomon pretty much, he's an educated guy. He knows how to read. He knows how to write. You know, in those days, that that meant a lot. You know, he's very knowledgeable on different types of things. And he would constantly outsmart these white guys. And they fucking hated it, you know? Eventually, he figured out a way to reach out to the people that knew him, you know, in his past life. And I say past life because right now, at this point, he's a fucking slave, you know? So he reaches out to them. They end up showing up with paperwork saying that he's free. And they take him away. You know? They take him back to his life. And he's in front of his kids, his family, his wife. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. You know, they're looking at him. I was like, what are you sorry about? You know, you've been through a lot, man. So when I talk about this movie, it's just... Man, it's just really fucking sad, man. It really is. You know, if you watch this movie, if you ever do, 12 Years a Slave, and you don't feel anything after watching the movie, there's something wrong with you, man. It's kind of like when somebody sneezes. No, actually, when somebody yawns, and you don't yawn, it kind of means you're a serial killer is what I heard. I don't know if that's true, but every time somebody's yawn, I always felt like yawning, and I always do. So I've never met anybody that doesn't yawn. Is Is that a thing, though? There's something that happens, though, when you hear somebody yawning. It goes to your brain, and you're like, hey, somebody's yawning. And then your brain's like, you know what? Maybe you should yawn, too. And then you yawn. On that note, let's take another break, and then we'll be back with some more fucking show for you guys. And we're back. Something like live. Right? Oh, shit. Scary stuff. Now, one thing I came across, Instagram TV. I love Instagram TV. It's like one of the best things ever, man. It really is. There's like so much going on. It kind of feels like the way TV should be. You should be able to just scroll through these fucking channels. And see something interesting. See like a still picture and be like, I wonder what that is. And then you click on it and boom, you got some material to watch. Instead of just flipping through channels, it sounds so boring, you know. It sounds really antiquated is what it is. So, came across this thing. 
and it was a video of this guy. Oh, it's an airplane. Another drink for the fallen. Alright, so it was a it was a video about this guy. He got pulled over by the cops. Cop goes up to his window and he's like, hey, you know why I pulled you over? And he's like, I have no idea. You tell me, right? So he's asking him why he got pulled over, and the guy, the cop, is just telling him he should provide some identification, you know, because he doesn't know who he is. And the guy tells him, you know what, I'll gladly provide you some identification just as soon as you tell me why you're pulling me over or why you pulled me over. So they kind of go back and forth about this. And I'm looking at this video and I'm thinking to myself, like, man, fucking cops is scary. You know, the the reason why people don't provide anything or are fucking scared is because as soon as you see that, that fucking light, just flashing, doing his thing, maybe even the noises, like the sirens, maybe. It has a psychological effect on you, on people in general. You know, that's why they're there. They're there to scare the fuck out of you. You know, when it comes to cops, they're supposed to protect and serve. But the more you look at these videos, the more you see what's happening, that people are getting shot, people are getting abused by these cops, man. It's been happening forever. But now that we got social media so rampant nowadays, you got Instagram, you got Twitter, I mean, you got Facebook, you got all these social media outlets. People are able to see this stuff in real time. They're able to see it even moments before it actually happened. So the guy basically tells this guy that he's pulling over, the cop, you know. He says, you either provide me with some identification, identify yourself, or you're going to get arrested. Now, this guy quickly brings up the fact that we have a Fifth Amendment, which is you don't have to say anything to anybody, you know. It's a right. It's written in the Constitution, And it is what it is. I mean, it's a right that we Americans have that we can use at any point in time, you know, because you don't want to incriminate yourself, you know, you know, Angel brought up a good point last time I did this video on live. She said, you know, the reason why they they ask you why they pulled you over. Why do you think I pulled you over? It's so that you incriminate yourself and then they have something to go off of. You know, but at this point, you got to realize, though, I mean, the, the siren, the fucking lights, they suit, they do something to you mentally then make you fucking think, you know what? I fucked up. You know, I did something. Now I'm fucking terrified because I don't know what's going to happen. So the next thing that happens is. After this guy is given an ultimatum, you either provide some ID or you're getting arrested. You know, the cop proceeds to put these gloves on looking like OJ Simpson, man. You know, no emotion in his fucking face. 
Like, you know what, just staring at this video, he's not making any noise, he's not saying anything. You know, and the only thing I can think of is, you know what, this motherfucker has done this before. How many times has this cop abused citizens of this country, you know? I think there's a right way to go about things, there's a bad way. Now, the next thing that happened after he got his gloves on, he proceeded to put his hands on the window. He took his leg, he put it on the window, and he pulled it for fucking dear life. Like, there was a fucking baby in there. Like, there was a fucking baby dying in that fucking car, and guess what? There was no fucking baby in there. So he breaks and shatters his window, and then all of a sudden there's like three or four or five fucking cops trying to drag this guy out of the car over what? Like, there's no fucking reason to pull him out of the car, man. There really isn't. Just because he didn't provide an ID? You gotta be fucking kidding me. How is that breaking a law anywhere? That's not, <laughs> that's not a law broken anywhere. It's fucking insane. So, you think about this, man, like, you know, just reverse a little bit. <clears throat> you know, the guy's wife, his daughter, his girlfriend, his mom, I don't know who she was, but she was like, hey, just show him the ID, just give him the fucking ID, bro. You know? And the guy, I mean, he has his own right to sit there and be like, no, I don't have to show him anything. For all I know, he could be trying to fucking kill me. You know, that happens all the time, you know? Your guy says the cop could be trying to kill me. Like, you tell me why I should provide you some identification, and I will, gladly. And he does it, and the next thing that happens is, his window gets shattered, and he's getting pulled out of his fucking car. Now all of a sudden there's five cars, I mean five cops, sitting there trying to restrain the guy. And for what? What did he do? What law did he break? Anytime I see a scene of a crime, an accident, whatever, like on TV, people are like, there's like 60 cop cars, there's like 10 cop cars, five cop cars. Everybody's seen this, driving by, you know, passing by, whatever, and there's like 10 cop cars there. You know what I'm thinking? You know, I've actually looked this up. A cop's salary is about 50 grand a year. So when you're seeing about 10 cop cars there, 10 police officers, you're looking at essentially about half a million dollars just sitting there chilling, not doing a motherfucking thing. I don't know about you guys, but it really bothers me when I see this. Like, who's, who's funding this operation is what I'm thinking. Anytime you see a whole bunch of cops not doing anything, it should bother everybody. Because it seems like the last thing they're doing is protecting and serving the people of the community. It seems like that's not happening at all. When you hear about these children, whatever color they may be, Getting fucking shot and murdered. It's it's really a really unfortunate. It's really something that could anger and does anger everybody. It should. It should anger the whole population of the, the fucking world. 
You know, it's just, it's really unfortunate with when shit like this happens. Like, I don't, I don't fucking drive right now because I don't have a car. It's not that I can't drive. It's just that I don't have a car right now. And I ride the bus, you know. But every time you see all this stuff happening, it's like, do I really want a fucking car right now? Is that what I want in my life? When you see all this stuff happening around you, the safest thing that you could probably do is not drive. Now, it's really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, thinking right now, I can't even think of the word. I guess it's bothersome. It's, um, it's something more that you have to do. I can't even think of the word. It's a task, you know, to sit there and ride the bus, to not have a car, to, I don't know, do things at a drop of a dime because you don't have a vehicle. But then you look at these cops and they're pulling you over for what? You know, I've heard stories of them trying to meet their quota or whatever for the month. And then they start going around pulling everybody over for no reason. And then... You might get shot. There's that. You might get arrested for no fucking reason. You might get your window broken and dragged out of your vehicle and get arrested anyways. I've never, ever been stopped while being a pedestrian. I kind of feel like the quickest way to talk to a cop, if you want to, is to drive. Just drive a fucking car. Guess what? You're going to get pulled over at one point or another in your life. That's bound to happen. Whether you're right or wrong, it's going to happen. And you're going to have to fucking answer the questions, them heavy hit, heavy hitter fucking questions that they ask you. Because what's the alternative? What are you going to do? So, yeah, when you hear about these cops doing all these shady shit to people... And you really don't want to be a part of that. And the number one way not to be a part of it is to make it harder on yourself. Not have a fucking car. Which nobody wants to do. What's also really ironic, though, is... Like, I don't know about anywhere else, but here in Texas, you always see these signs up on the highway, these digital signs, you know, and sometimes they'll say something like, don't text and drive, or guess what, I'm going to pull you over because I might just save your life, buckle your seatbelt, whatever, right? R.I.P. Kobe, whatever, whatever it is, you know, these digital signs Somebody's sitting in the fucking room coming up with these fucking signs. Like, what are we going to say on the sign today? I don't know, Jimmy. What do you want to say? I don't know, Bob. So, the reason I bring that up is to tell you this. Now, I saw another video on Instagram TV where this guy riding a, a bicycle, a cyclist, was looking both ways. And then... It, it looked like it was a busy street. I don't know. It might have been one of, like one of those 
countryside, fucking highways, you know. I don't know, you guys, I don't know if you've ever seen them. But if you ever drive out in the country, I mean, they got a lot of busy roads, highways that don't look like your traditional highway, you know. They, they're just really busy. There's a lot of cars going through and this guy was on a bicycle. He was stopped, like literally looking left and right, trying to find a, you know, a safe passage or whatever he's going. And then all of a sudden, boom, a fucking cop car hits him. And guess what? The motherfucker was texting and driving, you know? Like it's fucking insanity, man, all day. They tell you not to do it, but yet he himself is doing it. Like, how fucking crazy is that? Oh my gosh. So, the next thing that happens after that, the cop gets out of his car, and I'm fucking shocked that he got out of his car at all. You know, it's it's really, it's really amazing that these people cast this footage. You know, they have this thing, I, I don't even know what it's called, but it's some type of camera you can put on the helmet, on your um, on your bike, on whatever, right? I think they call it a go cam, I think. He might've had a go cam. So you're able to ca- capture footage in real time and then upload it to wherever you want. Now this guy happened to have something like that. The cop kind of walks up to him and I don't know what he's saying because I was doing something on my phone at the time and then I was looking at, at this video at the same time and then he kind of just looked at him, the cop did, and he kind of gave him one of these, these things, kind of like, are you okay, bro? You good, bro? Kind of like when you know you fucked up and you're trying to cover it up and you're just like, you're all right, you're okay. You know what I mean? People have been through that. Everybody's fucking done it. And the cyclist, I mean, he's chill as fuck, man. He's just like, goddamn, you just broke my fucking bike. Like, my shit is fucked up because of you. For what? You were texting and driving? I was talking about this on a on a live video I did the other day. You know, and Angel brought up a good point. She said, you know, cops have computers in their car. They have walkie-talkies that they're fiddling around with at the same time. So I'm sitting there thinking, you know what? I've never even thought about that before. I mean, when you see a cop... I mean, a cop car. What's funny is, it's kind of like one of those things that parents tell their kids. They're like, do as I say, not as I do, right? Meaning, I do whatever the fuck I want, but you do what I say, you don't do whatever I do, right? Everybody's heard that before. So, ironically enough, the the cops, the law is that you're not supposed to text and drive, right? Everybody's supposed to be kind of like hands-free when it comes to talking on the phone, when it comes to texting, all this shit. But you think about it, those fucking cops, they're, their walkie-talkies aren't wireless. They're really not. You have to, they have them usually up here on the shoulder, 
and they have to click on it. And so for them to sit there and talk to the dispatcher or whatever, they have to actually manually touch the fucking walkie talkie, which is not hands-free. But if you're driving around, you have to be hands-free, which doesn't make any fucking sense. You know, you don't have to be hands-free. So it goes back to do what I say, not as I do. Now, they also have the computers in their fucking, their cars, and they're sitting there. They're typing up fucking license plates while they're driving. And they're looking for criminals, as they say, that may have, like, tags expired. I mean, I don't fucking know their life. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things that there's really not much you can do about it. Now, I don't know. I don't know how to fix the problem. But obviously, there's a major fucking problem happening right now. You know, it seems like more of our freedoms are getting taken away. But a lot of the laws that are been in place forever aren't fucking updated. They're not taken away. They just keep adding more and more shit. And as an American... We're just kind of just taking it in the fucking ass, man. We are. You know, I've always talked about like a revolution happening in this country. And it kind of seems like it's a brewing, you know? And rightfully so. Now, the reason why I say that is it kind of seems like we're in the brink of maybe a civil war happening. You know, some type of revolution is going to happen in this country. And it's really unfortunate because we're in 2020 right now. I mean, with all the technology that we have at our fingertips, you know, many people, even this famous comedian, has said that technology has been squandered on the worst generation possible. Nobody appreciates what we have. I mean, we got fucking cell phones that fucking shoot fucking information in the space and then these satellites that get bounced around the places that we want to fucking interact with. And we think it's fucking stupid. I mean, come on. I mean, the ability to text somebody in another fucking country in a matter of seconds communicate with them through words, through video... It's fucking no less than amazing. I mean, fuck your life. If you don't think that's amazing, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what do you think is amazing? I mean, especially people that are religious, you know? You think Jesus is amazing? I have a fucking phone that communicates with a fucking satellite and and lets me talk to anybody on the fucking planet. And guess what? That shit is real. I can see it. Jesus ain't fucking real. So there's that. So, yeah, what I'm getting at is, it's just, um, I don't know. It's one of those things. I mean, it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't, man. I mean, you talk about scary shit happening in the fucking world. I mean, our fucking... uh, Our phones are bugged like a motherfucker. And one clear way of actually seeing this is Google. Google is a big one. 
Google is one of those things, and I've seen it like, and it been like, what the hell? You know, like, what the hell? And you can actually Google anything. Let's say you're looking for like, I don't know, a present for somebody. You're looking for like a blanket or something like that. Next thing you know, anything else that you fucking search for, there's gonna be ads that are shown to you about fucking blankets, about whatever you did search for. I mean, talk about invasion of privacy. You know, you're, you're getting shown these real-time ads as you're searching for information that involve stuff that you look for. I mean, that's kind of like somebody spying on you 24 fucking hours a day. I mean, maybe that doesn't bother you, but look at it in another way. You know, implants in people's brains are a real thing that's coming, like, really soon. You know, um... It's kind of like processors on a computer. You know, our brains are not able to process information as quick as we'd like. You know, because I think they, they say that we only use our a portion of our brains. Now, I don't know how true that is. I really don't. Like, I'm not that fucking smart, you know? I don't know how you would figure out how much of a portion of a brain that somebody that has that brain is actually using. I mean... It goes back to the shit I've talked about before. You know, these, uh, the solar system that we live in, they call it the Milky Way. Now, is there a way to actually, for the common person, to look through a satellite and actually see all these goddamn fucking planets around us? Is there a way for us to actually do that? It's not easily accessible to anybody. So it's kind of more or less in relation to this, what we're talking about right now. So, you know, implants in the future are a real thing, you know? It's kind of like computer systems, you know? They get updated yearly. There's always a more powerful processor out there. And our brain is like a computer that needs something, needs something implanted inside for most people to be able to process information quicker, you know? There's been a many of movies that have been, you know, produced and put out in the masses to where it kind of gets you thinking, kind of like that that movie Limitless. The motherfucker is actually taking a pill that helps them process information, read fucking anything, and then automatically have it uploaded into his fucking brain and easily accessible to be able to use however he chooses. You know, basically making you a machine. Now, for that to happen, you know, people have actually invented, I don't know, implants that some people might actually be walking around with today. I mean, I don't know. It's a very scary thing. Now, when it does become mainstream, it's going to be one of those things where the rich people are able to afford these fucking implants, and they're going to be way smarter than the average person the, the normal fucking uh, human that does not have a lot of money. And it's going to be one of those things that further drives the uh, 
social status in life, you know? I mean, imagine being able to read anything or take an information in a matter of seconds and be able to apply it into anything that you want. That's fucking crazy, man. Just because you don't have enough money, like, it's going to come to the point where you're like, God damn, I only have the processor 4, you know? And rich people have, like, the iPhone 10 processor or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> so it's going to be it's going to be like that in the future, whether you acknowledge it or not. You know, it's a very scary thing. You know, you're talking about 5G technology. There are much, there's so much to even talk about when it comes to, to stuff like that. You know, and it all fucking ties into going back to what the original fucking topic was. Cops having a lot of fucking power. You know? I think the, uh, what they call the... The civil servants in life, which is going to be like your, I don't know, whoever works with the public is going to have this badass technology to be able to deal with whatever they need to deal with. And us minions aren't going to have shit because guess what? It's really expensive, you know? I mean, let's take, for example, what's going on right now in this podcast. I have this old fucking phone that I'm using to record whatever I'm doing right now. It's an S5. It's a Samsung Galaxy 5. What are we up to right now on Samsung? In their Galaxy series? We're up to what, 11? I'm working with this old ass phone. Now take this in the perspective and what we're talking about right now. So, you take a new fucking phone, a Galaxy 11, and you take my fucking phone. Guess what? My fucking phone flickers when it's 50 degrees outside. I'm trying to use my goddamn fucking bus pass. And I can't fucking use it. Because you know what? This fucking phone is so old that it works sometimes. It works when it wants to. You take a badass fucking phone, like an 11, something that just came out, you're able to do some amazing shit with it. You know, Charlie Boy, some of the songs that we've made together, he's able to screen record it in real time, like his fucking face screen, and then show everybody how he made his fucking beats for the song. I can't do that fucking shit. You know, some of the newer phones, they have panoramic fucking recording. So you can basically just move the phone in a circle and record a picture of everything around you. Now, a lot of you out there may be thinking, you know what? That doesn't really impress me. Well, what the fuck does impress you? That's what I'm fucking wondering, you know? It's, it's so amazing that we have a fucking phone they can call anybody in a drop of a fucking dime, you know? You know, back in the day, they used to have these encyclopedias. A real fucking job was going door to door, asking people to buy encyclopedias. And the reason you wanted to have them 
was because you didn't have fucking Google. You couldn't Google something and be like, oh, that's what it is. You had to fucking have these encyclopedias so you can scroll through them and then find the information that you wanted that was relevant to whatever you were fucking doing at that point in time. That was a real fucking job. And these things were not fucking cheap. They were probably the equivalent fucking price of today's new fucking phone. And rightfully so, I mean, you have all this information at your fingertips. And now you can have a fucking cheap ass phone and be able to, I don't know, look up whatever the fuck you want. Now, it might not be true, it may not, but that just comes to tell you, like, okay, how smart am I? Can I filter through the bullshit and find the facts or can I not? Because you know what? People are getting scammed left and right. They really are. And we're probably going to talk about people getting scammed on the next fucking uh, segment. But yeah, just, uh, yeah, don't be so naive, man. You know, when people talk about woke, you know, people talk about being woke. You know, that's a real thing. You know, more or less people are out there just fucking wandering around like fucking sheep, man. Like, they don't know what's going on. They believe everything and anything that fucking gets told to them. And then when they Google it, and they're like, oh, it's true. You know what? You didn't really fucking fight, figure out anything. You're basically just looking through something, trying to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? <clears throat> trying to basically, um... I guess, have some backing on whatever it is that you're talking about with whoever person you're talking with. They have kind of like a leg to stand on, but yet, you know, there's, there's, there's a thing called being able to fucking, I don't know, take information in and then have some common sense, right? Like common sense is a real thing. Like you can't go around believing everything that you fucking hear. It's not a realistic way to live your fucking life. I mean, if I tell you the fucking sky is blue, you look outside your window, you look up, and it's not fucking blue, and you still believe it, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that fucking picture, you know? It's insane. You shouldn't fucking believe everything you fucking hear. You know, you gotta have a source that's reputable, backing whatever it is that you're talking about. I mean, if you don't, then you're just... You're talking about bullshit, you know? And that's basically what everybody does. They talk about bullshit. You know, one common thing that people do, they talk about shit that they read on Facebook. Now, Facebook can be dangerous just like anything else. Anything you read on Facebook, I mean, nine times out of 10, it doesn't have any sources. It just... It's information that's presented to you, and then you take it in, and it is what it is. It doesn't tell you, you know what, this came from the New York Times, it came from this guy that's a scientist, it's fucking from the university or whatever, this fucking studied this thing for fucking years. It's just, you're taking people at their word, and I don't know about you, but people fucking lie about everything. So, that's not a good place to get your information from. But a lot of people do. So, you got a lot of stupid fucks out there running around, telling other people, spreading the word on a bunch of nonsense. 
And that's a real thing. That happens all the time. You know what's crazy? You know, people like to uh, to sell shit on fucking Facebook. You know, they call it the marketplace. Now, a thing you're not supposed to do is sell a lot of food items. Now, if it's perishable, if it's not kept at a certain temperature, I mean, food can get fucked with just like anything else. I mean, I always, I'm always baffled, man. Every time I come across these posts on the marketplace and people are selling like hot food. You know, it's like, how long has it been sitting there? What does your kitchen look like? Because you know what? People are fucking nasty, man. And people buy this shit. Like the only thing you're really allowed to sell in the state of Texas is stuff that's not really needing to be kept at a certain temperature. Like maybe a cake, you know, a cake and chill. You know what I'm saying? You know, stuff like hot food. I mean, you're you're asking for it. If you buy this stuff and you're paying money for it, the next the, the last thing you want to do is fucking get sick off of it, man. It happens all the time and people are like, "Oh, I didn't know." Like, what do you mean you didn't know? I don't know. It's uh, everything is so fucking crazy out in the world, man. And it's been like that forever. So when people sit there and they say that this is the worst time in history that's ever been, It really isn't. It's been fucking terrible forever. Now, if you're one of those people that sit there and tell yourself that you want to go back in time and try your hand at another fucking era, then by all means do it. But you know what? If you're not fucking white, go fuck yourself. Because you're not going to be welcome with fucking open arms. Definitely not. You know? Take your ass to the 1800s. In America, right? You're going to be a fucking slave. Just like 12 years a slave. You know what I mean? You don't have your fucking paperwork. Where's that at, bro? Oh, I left it at home. No. You never were You never were free. You're a fucking runaway slave from like Georgia. It doesn't matter what fucking color you are. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're white. You're not going to be op- welcome with open arms. You know? People are fucking evil, man. They really are. You know, one thing that nobody ever thinks about is, you know, the AC was invented around the 70s. So if you want to go anywhere beyond the 70s, there's not going to be an AC system. And guess what? The only people that had AC were people that had fucking money. Because that was a luxury. Now, everybody has fucking AC. You know, people in the projects have AC. They have some type of fucking air cooling unit, some type of heater. So, yeah, so much to talk about, so much to say, and, you know, the gap between status and the social class system, the tiers, are just so fucking huge, you know, the people that don't have any fucking money, man, you know, aren't going to be as well off as people that do have money. You know, we don't have free healthcare system in the world, everywhere anyways. You know, America is supposed to be the land of the free, 
the best fucking country on the planet. And guess what? It's not. It really isn't. There's so much shit happening right now. Let's talk about politics. You want to get into that? You know, we live in a fucking country where there's two parties. Why is there two parties? That doesn't make any fucking sense. You know, why is there a fucking president? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Why is there one person in charge of making decisions for everybody else in this fucking country? How many people do we have living in the world? Let alone in this fucking, this country alone. You know, for people to sit there and put all their eggs into a basket where one guy is in charge of everything. Now, I'm not talking about, don't get it twisted. I'm not talking about Trump specifically. I'm talking about just presidents in general. You know, you have a Democratic Party and you have a Republican Party. Now, fuck your life if you think the independent parties fucking matter because guess what? They don't. I don't think anybody's ever won doing that whatever bullshit that is. Now, you have one fucking person in charge and then you have these two parties fucking bickering with each other. Like, what are we talking about right now? Why is this even happening? And why does nobody give a shit about it? They all care about being on one side or the other. You know, I heard a conversation on the phone the other day talking about, you know, people with food stamps. They said that 50% of people in America are on food stamps. Now, this person's suggestion was that we separate the country, have these, the people with no food stamps live on one side, and the people with food stamps live on the other. And they basically just... you know, separated with the Republican Party living on the left and the Democratic Party living on the right. And this person used words like tarnation. What kind of fucking shit is that? We're taking... We're taking advice from somebody who uses words like tarnation. Who says that shit? Like, what are we... What are we like, badonkadonk fucking rednecks? Like, is everybody in America a fucking redneck? I don't know. I mean, open your fucking eyes, man. People in this fucking country want a fucking civil war. You know, which side are you on? Because it's happening. It really is. Whether you like it or not. And it's not a good thing at all, you know? It really isn't. Now, when you got people talking to each other that believe this type of shit, they have this mentality where there's two separate fucking countries in one fucking country. That's fucking amazing. That is ridiculous. That is shocking. Everybody should be upset over this. You know? Why do we have this in place? You have Democrats and you have Republicans. Why are they fighting with each other? You know, I don't give a shit who the president is. But when you have a country that believes in two fucking different things and they're fighting each other over it, 
Ah! Like, what the fuck, man? We're supposed to be working as a team. You know what I mean? Why is there two different fucking things happening? I don't understand. Try to explain that to me. I'll listen. I'll wait. It doesn't make any sense. The whole thing is antiquated and we need to fucking scrap it like yesterday. Last month. 10 years ago. 100 years ago. There shouldn't be a reason why. There's one motherfucker in charge. People are thinking that the shit's rigged whenever they do vote for a fucking president. And then the two parties... Essentially, two parties are fucking fighting with each other every day. And then you see, you see shit like... Uh, okay, um, I, I think the word was that Trump didn't shake Pelosi's hand. And she proceeded to rip his fucking speech up. Like, what kind of fucking shit is that? Like, that's some kitty-ass bullshit. And you're like, how old? How old are you? And you're in charge of what? They call you the Speaker of the House? What the fuck does that mean? I don't fucking know. Ask me to fucking tell you what that means. I don't fucking know. It's just stupid. You know, and this is coming from the perspective of somebody who doesn't give a shit about politics. You know? And this is most of America, man. I mean, I want to say most people don't vote. And you can sit there and shit on people that don't vote. But you know what? People got fucking lives to live, man. People got their own problems. Like, you know what? I'm going to pay my fucking bills. I'm going to feed my kids. You know, I don't have any goddamn health care. You know, that's a real fucking thing. And I'm kind of going on a rant here, but it needs to be fucking said. You know? You know, there's countries out there like the United Kingdom that recently... Remove themselves from uh, the European Union, whatever the fuck that is. And now they're by themselves. How the fuck do they do that? I don't fucking know. You know, people have been talking about for years that Texas should secede from the rest of the fucking states. You know, I think if that ever happened, Texas would be the most racist fucking state. Or country or whatever the fuck you want to call it after they secede ever in existence. You know. On that note, we're going to take a fucking break. Because I got to take a piss. I got to take a piss. You know. And then when we come back, we might continue on this conversation. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Just sitting here sipping on some booze. You know, everybody always talks about the next generation. Funny hair, rainbow grills, tattoos on the face, shitty lyrics. Lucky for you, I ain't got no goddamn hair. My teeth suck. So there's that. Charlie Boy, Mr. Black Coke. Let's kick this shit off. Keep running like you changing seasons. Life's major cold. Always winner. Just 
fill my heart. Should have shot it. Stained sheets. Silence bedside beats. Made a promise to never leave. As long as I'm breathing. I fuck with you. Nursery rhymes would be nice. If you ever pop one out, it's mine. I ain't that lucky. Every second, every moment, every day wasted. It's just another day. I find myself slipping. When you pulled the nine mil out, I felt the pain, disdain, distrust. No good reason behind it. Joe Madness, Black Coke Radio. Let the sun shine through you. Don't let petty fools fool you. Infected with the disease, Mother Nature created that beautiful love thing that'll have you faded. Crunch the numbers. Life says nope. No chance we make it. Fuck it. Roll the dice. Something inside says life won't be jaded. Another year gone. My birthday came. You never made it. Merry fucking Christmas to me. I doubt you make it. Life's been tough. But I'll be here waiting. Sexy woman. This is my angelic dream. fucking show don't cry about it all right so first thing I wanted to say was I was kind of watching the beginning of the the live stream you know for everybody that wasn't watching it probably didn't apply to you but I just wanted to mention this you know for some reason I was talking about the song that's gonna be played on this episode and for some reason I said my ex which is not the case I mean she's my girlfriend and I don't know if it was because I was scared, terrified of just coming back on the mic and being in front of a fucking video and just live, just streaming. But I said my ex. This song about my ex. And it's not. It's, it's a song about my girlfriend, you know? My future wife. So I just wanted to clarify that. You know, and I told her about this and she was upset, you know? I mean, it's, it's understandable why she would be upset because, you know, I'm calling my ex and she's not my ex. You know, she's the love of my life and she was just really mad at me and I just kind of responded with, hey, I do a lot of stupid shit, I say a lot of stupid shit and it's probably not going to be the last time I, I say some stupid shit, you know? But I never did call her my ex on the show said it was a song about my girlfriend, right? So, yeah, it was just only on a live stream. I think I, I don't know. It was, it was one of those moments, man. It was one of those moments where I fucked up and then, you know, you gotta own up to it. So that's what I'm doing right now, you know? Fucking love this woman. And for her to be upset, you know, doesn't really sit too well with me. So, yeah, just wanted to clarify that for a whole minute. And... Yeah, it's the end of the fucking show. It's been fucking three hours. I've been 
40 for you guys. And I think it's been a great show. I think it's been a lot of stuff talked about, a lot of information, a lot of good stuff out there. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. You know, what I wanted to do was actually get Angel on the show and finish up the show with her on the show, but you know, she's busy feeding her kid, taking care of her child, and doing that mommy thing, which is awesome, you know, good on her, because there's not a lot of great parents out there in the world, and to meet somebody that's actually really good at it, it's, uh, it's refreshing, you know, I, I love the fact that, you know, we can have some kids, and she's a good mom, she'll be a good mom to our children, so, that's a really good feeling, just to have, right? And as always, you guys know I'm that motherfucker with the million dollar voice. That hobo with a southern twang show. Of course, I'm the host, Joe Madness. And I'll be back just as soon as I fucking record this goddamn show. And it'll be another great show, as always. I don't know if you guys will even listen to the whole fucking three hours because it's a lot of fucking time to invest in a guy that's not even fucking famous. At least that you know about. Because I'm fucking. I'm the fucking shit, man. I really am. My show's the best goddamn fucking podcast on the planet. And I'll put it toe-to-toe with anybody else even fucking Joe Rogan. Even though his, his podcast is really good. <laughs> it's really fucking awesome. So, yeah. I'm out, bitches. Bye.